This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Fuck it, uh, Mike Check, we on. We on. We popping. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to episode 43 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. Uh, the 22 guy, because they keep playing me on the 40s. These ain't even the deuce deuces. These is like... Oh, these are the 24s. Okay. I'm bossing up, man. I got my nigga in the building with me. Jay, what up? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. Jay Johnson 313 on everything that matters. Um, Every time I hear a 22, Tupac's jump in my head like, yo, we come through. Chicken 22's a brute. I keep a manicure. Don't that me. might be one of the softest lines Pac ever said. I keep a manicure. I, <laughs> don't you And panic. drinking 22's, <laughs> keeping a manicure, nigga. Drink 40's. Don't um, you panic, you're still going to die. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that, nigga. We come through drinking 40s. Don't shit around with 40, nigga. I was finna get y'all bars. Anyway, uh, welcome back. Why I feel like we ain't been here in a minute? That was a long, like, week. You know what? Because we, I think we recorded like a day earlier. Because we recorded last Monday. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. So, all right. Well, shit. Welcome back, man. I'm fresh back from Atlanta. Tired as hell, but we about to get y'all this bullshit anyway. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to everybody rocking with us. We was just taking a look at the numbers, man. I noticed a few of you niggas is not <laughs> listening the way y'all need to be listening, man. Uh, May ain't been y'all month. So if we could get everybody, man, just tell your friends, tell your friends and tell their friends to keep listening, man. Rock with the show. Uh, I've gotten feedback like, yo, I'll be listening to y'all show, but I don't always watch the shows y'all review or the yeah. movies y'all review. And that's cool because check that out. We, we give y'all a whole hour of dope shit before we even get into the review. And more importantly, you could press play on your phone and turn the volume down, nigga. We just need them fucking streams. <laughs> so uh, tell your friends to tell their friends to you get with what? my friends. You know what? More than streams, because yeah. streams is cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. But rate and review. Yeah, that, that, that's what really, yeah. Because yeah. we still fucking perfect on the reviews, but I just want niggas to uh, just keep fucking with us, man. We trying to grow this podcast, and I'm not going to be inclined to give y'all different content if y'all niggas is not listening to the fucking pod. Cause we already fucking busy and tired. Am I tripping or uh? Well, okay. Uh, the Avengers came out. Yes. Not not outside of the Avengers. Yeah. Like where are the movies at? So somebody asked me if we was gonna review uh, Intruders, the Megan Good joint, and I actually saw it was actually a pretty entertaining I haven't movie. Seen it. It's really good. I don't think it's necessary for us to review it, yeah. but I will give my opinion like that shit was good <laughs> i enjoyed it um dennis quaid yeah d- that nigga was crazy uh michael ely didn't light skin me to death okay. in this movie um it was solid it was entertaining like Den- it wasn't as predictable as i thought it was gonna I be feel like i seen this movie when dennis quaid was samuel L. jackson uh i've seen this movie maybe 3200 times what was the movie with Samuel L. Jackson, uh, he was the cop. Next him door. and uh, Kerry Washington yeah, yeah, yeah. and the white guy. Um, I can't remember the name of that, but I I know the movie. Uh, that was actually not a bad movie either, and it was different. She had the interracial shit because Samuel L. We had the black villain. We don't normally you know, get a uh, black Kerry villain. Like to get that interracial shit going on. <sighs> Kerry, eh, don't get me started on Kerry. Um, I told you, her and Viola Davis, man. man. Every time they on film, you they got that. a white boy, nigga. Boy, I'm telling you, they take some of the best actors and try to. They will white fuck them. 
They are whitewashing them. <laughs> that's the new. Them. That's the new white, whitewashing. White fucking. White fucking them. Uh, but shout out to them though. Uh, shout out to Megan Good, Michael Ely. That, like I said, go see the Intruder if y'all ain't seen it. But we're not gonna review it. Megan, um, she is good. So even so, I'm not really a Megan Good fan. Like as far as an actress, I don't really. I think she limited. Um, she ain't even pissing me off in this movie. Like it really was. I I ain't gonna lie. The movie was straight. Uh, speaking of, it ain't no movies out. My homegirl tagged me in something that I thought was very interesting. And this might be why we ain't got no movies out. So have you heard about this? Uh, the filmmakers of the movie Fast Colors, which is about three black women with superpowers, are saying that uh, Hollywood whoa, whoa. didn't properly market their film. Is it? Is Wait a minute. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> Fast colors or fast colors? Fast colors. <laughs> Not to be <laughs> mistaken with fast colors. Uh, but no, so they said that Hollywood, specifically Lionsgate, who was the distributor, didn't properly market the film. It was only put in 25 theaters. Oh, it's out? It, fam, 25 theaters, and they said they were not given a single print ad, let alone any television or uh, outdoor advertising. So I mean, in this day and age, you you probably should spend all of your money on Instagram ads and uh, Facebook ads and Twitter ads. The if you're trying to get a certain demographic, because like who watching commercials, fam? So it was directed by Julia Hart, and she co-wrote it with. Jordan Horowitz, Horowitz, who was an Oscar-nominated producer. I don't know who these people are. I don't know these people, but I'm going to assume that they not white. Because Horowitz? Horowitz could be white, but that was a co-writer. The director is black, for sure. Um, Julia Hart is black. but It's Kevin Hart's sister. And then it was starring uh, <laughs> Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Who I know she's you'll know God her face you. if you've seen her because she's been in some shit. You would definitely know her. Um, Lorraine Toussaint, who's like you'll know her, too. This is not like once you see their faces, like they might not be household names. So when they, you like, see they, they see level. These is actresses that are definitely like they could have got a commercial or a print ad. But yeah, man, Lionsgate said, fuck y'all niggas. Um and they're saying that the controversy is not only is it people of color, but also women. So uh, when did this movie come out? Last month. And as of so I'll, I'll tell you this. May 7th, it has grossed $68,000. That's crazy. Uh, so have I. That's crazy. Fact. And listen, <laughs> studio's popping over here. Hey, right? nigga. Listen, uh, it's probably not best yeah. to release a superhero movie anywhere around Avengers. <laughs> I'm just saying. Unless you're releasing uh oh shit, my bad. Yo, Instagram. Stop with the fucking live shit, y'all. Like the Instagram live drop down, nigga. Like I press that and I be in niggas' lives and I don't want to be in nobody live. <laughs> I don't want to be in your life. <laughs> <laughs> let alone your life. Damn, <laughs> like I yo, let me if you ever seen my name, like Ant Wood has popped Trinidad Ant has joined your live. Like I guarantee you heard I'm that out. door close <laughs> immediately, nigga. I've never wanted to be in none of y'all niggas' lives ever in my life. Um, I went live this weekend, though, for like the second time ever. 
I ain't never did that shit. And if I ever go live behind the statement I just said, I would not be mad if none of y'all niggas joined my live. But it was late as hell too. Yeah. It was like after midnight and shit. Just know I do not ever want to see you niggas live ever. I was uh downtown uh hang with Mr. Cooper and shit. Oh shit. And it was a roast session and Mr. Cooper was going in. So I recorded it. How shit. do that nigga do in the roast? He, I ain't seen him in stand up in a long time. So I got a chance to uh Mark Curry, by the way. Yeah, Mark Curry. Know. I got a chance to do some videography for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got a you know, a lot of video of him arriving, some back behind the scenes, back backstage stuff, and I recorded his whole stage performance. Um mm. uh, for him. He gonna um, I don't know if I can that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh it was pretty dope. You know, Dom uh DC Youngfly was there. Yeah, I saw you post that too. Uh, yeah. Guy Tory, cool cat, man. Guy is a, a cool regular nigga. Um Eddie gave me rent. He saw me with the cameras, like, hey man, here, you need one of these? And gave yeah. me a, a cloth, not a cloth, but a little wet wipe thing to get to clean the lenses and shit. Mm. Like, like, thank you, nigga. Why you walk around with these bitches? But I appreciate you. Um Yeah. George it. Wallace, yeah, the kicking, OG, the OG game some more. Yeah. You know what? I ain't always been the biggest some more fan. She yeah. was consistently. I told you, funny. I told you a few episodes ago. I fuck with some more, dog. She was consistently funny. My favorite female comedian. Man. She was out there so elegant, and she's so cool. Did like, you know that saying female is bad? Man, fuck all that <laughs> shit. Um. She was so cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Samora's is dope. Man. I met her in mm-hmm. a, I met her at a show. I think it was her, Mike Epps. It's a long time ago, and um, I was in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, and uh, I met her briefly. Um, cause everybody was kind of waiting to talk to Mike Epps and then, uh, she came back there and kind of walked by and everybody shook it. She was just, she was cool, like man. joking with niggas as she walked by, moving through the crowd. She hugging, she like was she all, personable, man. So like I, I was backstage the whole time. So yeah. like I was just chilling, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't trying to run up on niggas. Hey, take a picture. You were just mm-hmm. chilling and shit. Mm-hmm. So she's, she back there two-stepping in. Yeah. She a ballroom in a, she, be she from in, Chicago, man. right? Yep. I believe so. She was stepping. I got the. Oh, she was getting her two step one. That's what y'all call it, right? That step set. We we call it a yeah. We call you ballrooming ball over here in Detroit, yeah, but uh, she was stepping and shit. You know, she just cool. Um, speaking because uh, you said you was doing videography. Uh, speaking of recording, did you hear about the WhatsApp situation? Vaguely. All right, so I'm going to give you all these WhatsApp bars real quick. Uh, WhatsApp, like every other fucking app, was breached by hackers. And uh, now there's no way, as of right now, WhatsApp has put out a statement that there's no way for you to know for sure if your phone was infected by the uh, virus attack or not. Uh, But if it was, then... It's a surveillance attack. Basically, hackers can get into your phone through the WhatsApp app and then record all movement that you're doing on your phone. So Mm -hmm. signing into your bank account, signing into all your apps, uh, going into your little app where you keep the secret photos that you're hiding from your lady. They get in all that. That's where Face ID comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Fingerprint ID. But listen, um, I know y'all probably don't use WhatsApp like that, and it's not as big. So it was cool for a pop-up. Yeah, yeah. It's not big. As big in the states, yeah, but, but internationally, WhatsApp it's like the it's a giant shit. app, and WhatsApp is phone uh, owned by Facebook, by the way. Um, as is everything. Uh, Twitter's so stupid. Why Twitter ain't just let them niggas buy them, dog? No, I don't. I think they need to get. They need to stay away from Facebook. Yeah, 
Facebook is about to fail, fam. Yeah. Like yeah. fail in a in a modified sense. They're about to break them up. Yeah. And Facebook is not gonna be in ten years from now, Facebook is gonna be like Snapchat. I don't even have no Snapchat, so it's thank you. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like he just paid five billion dollars. He got fined five billion dollars about two weeks ago. Yeah. And that was here. And he about to go in front of Canada's uh court system um like next month or something. Like okay. they are on Zuckerberg's head. Yeah. And they trying to what's what's the old girl that's running for the president? Uh uh well, it's twenty two different people. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Shit. Old girl who uh um, wants to do the student loan debts and uh um, Oh uh the old homie. Uh fuck. Fuck. I'm fuck, sorry, I fuck. can't think of her name. But she is trying to break up Apple. Chill chill on them. Uh but she definitely wants to break up um uh, fucking uh Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah, yeah, Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she she got a hard on pause for uh for Facebook and she yeah, wants them niggas broke she up. She's trying to get it right. Hey man, it wouldn't be the first time Facebook had to go in front of them courts. So. I've deleted the Facebook app. It's not on my phone. I don't fuck with it. Facebook is evil, Facebook is the devil, and they are tracking you. And besides them tracking you, they have given other people the opportunity to track your location. Yeah, people in your contacts, the whole nine yards. Get that shit off your phone. I just be wanting y'all to know, like, if you use Facebook, man, just be smart about it. Like, it's certain shit I don't do. Like, for instance, Facebook and Instagram hit you with bad advertising, right? You might be talking about some shit on your phone and you text something and then, bow, it's an ad for it on your Facebook wall or in your timeline or whatever. Disable the microphone usage in Facebook. Disable that, but also don't purchase shit through an in-app ad. Because now you're putting your fucking information into Facebook. Like, it ain't just going to Macy's.com, nigga. It's, no, you did it through Facebook, so Facebook is seeing that shit. And now they finna get all your information if they don't already have it. So, just be mindful how y'all use y'all social media, man. Uh, do, 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 do. What else do I got? Steve Harvey has lost two jobs this week. You heard about that? No, I didn't. Uh, so, Steve Harvey, a few days ago, uh, in the last week, it was announced that he was losing his... Uh, talk show like the Steve Harvey talk show that yeah. comes on NBC during the day uh, and now it's been announced by NBC that they're also replacing him on his uh, late night show doo -doo -doo, or not late night but uh, primetime show Big Shots Little Big Shots the show yeah. with the little kids yeah. they're replacing him with uh, Melissa McCarthy and the statement I think that's a good look so the statement uh, from the NBC was Melissa McCarthy will give a fresh perspective. She's great. Blah, 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 blah. But the inside scoop, uh, Steve Harvey just worked out a new contract with IMG, his uh, management company. And basically under his new contract, NBC Universal no longer had an ownership stake on his uh, talk show. Because they initially had an ownership stake on the talk show, but with the new contract, that was a part of it. They ain't got it no more. Um, or at least whatever they had, they don't have that much no more. So shortly after that, all of a sudden, he lost the show. Now he loses fucking little big shots. I know that sounds probably bad. This is probably better, better for I him. I think it's good for all parties. Because, like, 
it's Steve Harvey overload, fam. He was yeah. on every fucking show. And I've said it once. I'm going to say it a million times. The nigga is phenomenal at Family Feud. Yeah. Phenomenal, nigga. Even on the NBC version. Or was that an ABC version? Oh, uh, the little, like, the, celebrity or whatever. Yeah, like I think that was time. ABC, yeah. Like, fam, you got fam, ABC. The it, nigga's nigga. phenomenal, bro. Who has a show on ABC, NBC, and CBS? And CBS. At the same yeah. time. And got a radio show. I think their radio show is through CBS Radio. Um, no, Steve Harvey's in a different bag that you niggas will never fucking understand. However, him losing them two shows, even though it might be a little shade behind it on that ownership tip, I'm not mad at it because, fam, he's 62 years old. He don't need 93 million things. And they said his uh, management company is already like close to booking a deal on that talk show on another network. Like, so yeah. if he can, it'll probably be ABC. Like to compete with other daytime television, I don't fucking know what comes Who on daytime TV to watch that shit. I know, and yo, on that note though, that nigga's talk show uh, ran for seven years. It's popular TV shows that didn't get past season one. You know what I'm saying? Like, or culturally popular TV shows. He had damn near a decade of that shit. Like, that's how I ate, man. Like, Steve Harvey been in his bag on the business end. Again, we don't always agree with that nigga. More than likely, I don't agree with that nigga on shit he be saying. But on the business tip, that nigga be handling business. So I ain't mad at him, dog. Uh, Speaking of new jobs and ABC, Tiffany Haddish has been uh, announced as the new host of Kids Say the Darndest Things. Um, Which one's the kid? <laughs> it should be like Tiffany Haddish says the darnest things because I'm pretty sure she's going to have all the bloopers. So here's where I got scared for it because shout out to her. Congrats to her. That's a big deal to be on fucking You Got a Major Network television know, show. Let me walk that back and yeah. I apologize. Yeah. That should be the first thing on my mind. Yeah, no. It's congratulations. We to shout her. out and congratulating. So, Ain't nothing from a bad space up here. I apologize. Um, It was announced today by ABC. She'll be the new host. She'll also serve as executive producer. But what scared me is that it will be filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish live can go left. <laughs> so I really hope that ABC is ready for that fucking mute button because uh, it could go wild. Well, live studio audience. Well, live studio audience is one thing. But still, like yeah. the editing could be crazy. Um, But shout out to Tiffany Haddish again, man. We fucking with you. Uh, we, we really into the kids, huh? Hey, man, niggas is in their kids' bag. It's a lot of money in that kids' bag, though. Yeah, but in my kids' bag, I don't care about your kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Uh, Speaking of kids, Arthur, the cartoon, is trying to push a gay marriage uh, from one of its characters. First of all, I did not know Arthur still came on. It has had 22 seasons. That shit is eight years behind The Simpsons. Hey, check this out. Never in my entire life have I ever watched Arthur. Fam, I've literally only seen the Arthur meme with the fist. Never seen it on television. I know. I don't know what channel Arthur comes on. Me either. But uh, one of the characters on the show who plays a teacher, Mr. Ratburn, because he's a rat, uh, will be getting married to another guy. Um, Hold on, wait. In the episode, it's assumed that Mr. Ratburn will be marrying a female rat, but then a groom enters, and that's actually 
who he's gonna be married. I saw something on Twitter that said somebody about to make an art mark or some shit like that. Yeah, man. Um, how old are how old is Arthur? I don't know. Is Arthur like in school? What like age? If Arthur he's a is. teacher, like why are teacher like listen? I don't know why the teacher on is getting Arthur a wedding on is the getting cartoon. a wedding episode. Uh, that's wild. As far as the agenda behind it or whatever. Again, as we say up here weekly, uh, when it comes to these things, I just want to know the purpose. Like, if you can explain to me the reason behind that shit, because I don't think that two male aardvarks or rats have this, ever. This makes so much sense now, dog. Dog. I, I'll tell you why this makes so much sense. Because earlier today, now all the tweets that I've been t- talking and rep- <laughs> replying to all day yeah. make sense. So somebody tweeted, um, do y'all think. It's a real. Is there a is there a gay agenda? Yeah. And um, then she like do you, she like do y'all genuinely believe there's a gay agenda? Then she followed by by gay agenda. I mean a plot to turn children gay. And I said, eh, yeah, I don't know about that. Feels like a stretch, right? However, there is definitely an agenda to introduce it at an early age. I was just reading an article where parents were fighting school districts. Uh, so New Jersey is the second state to add LBGT history to the curriculum. Mm. So you're like, well, I think it's been introduced at an early age so kids to be more understanding and accepting so it becomes a norm. And I say, I agree, but that by default kind of make it an agenda. Yeah. Just not in the dark, spooky way. Um, but like, yeah, by default, it does make it an agenda, right? Yeah. I And here's the thing, man. I don't, if I say that there's a gay agenda or if I say that there is a black male agenda, right. and then whatever the f- I'm not saying that that's problematic. Yeah. I'm just acknowledging that there is an agenda to promote something a little bit more than normal. Yeah. Um, now, so I do I, recognize that people do see that as a negative. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the connotation the, for me is not negative. The word at all. is the word. I can't, yeah. I can't control the connotation. That's what the agenda is. Like it is that, but with regards to, cause that's my thing. If you're going to, cause I understand we live in a world where there are gay people. Maybe there aren't gay rats and aardvarks getting married. <laughs> uh, but we do live in a world where Two men are going to get married. So to show that is to now be representative of. Why are the children at the, we- the wedding? That's the what, teacher. again, make that make sense in the context of the show. We're talking about a cartoon. Fem, I don't know if any of my teachers were ever married yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I don't like when yeah. I was a, like maybe in high school, middle school, like yeah. you're old enough to know or recognize a wedding yeah. ring or whatever. But like I'm in the first, second, third, fourth grade. Like and I again, don't know or don't even care. Like I don't even know you had parents. Y'all you're are just, talking to two niggas who just openly admitted we've never seen Arthur a day <laughs> in our lives. So I don't know how the show was structured. I don't know why the fucking gay rats is getting married. Fam. But you know what? God bless both of them goddamn rats. I wish the best today marriage. That's wild. Um... I think that was all the like. Sometimes I be thinking they just be fucking niggas. They really wanted to know, like, <laughs> I wanted y'all to know that this is in the 22nd season. Yeah. So I'm going to do some wild shit just to get some controversy so niggas can look on their local c- cable provider and find out what channel yeah. um, the art Vark is on. And you know what, though? Like, now that we sitting there talking about it, that's the thing with all these conversations. I feel like you need to talk them through before people just conclude you're being like negative or you're being like, homophobic or whatever the fuck like talk them through to to get ideas because as we've been talking i'm sitting there thinking i'm certain 
in the 30 seasons of million episodes they've had, the Simpsons have had a gay wedding on there. I'm certain of it. Like, I don't even got to think about it. And it's like, ain't, ain't, wasn't Smithers gay? Like that was probably like, yeah that like, was like the thing like that was he like was the running yeah. joke yeah so I'm like I, it can make sense you it can be done it can be done in a funny way I just because like as a child yeah like we all kind of knew we kind of figured that Smithers was yeah. he never actually came out and said it mm-hmm. so they hinted with it or whatever and like I never really. It didn't like make me gay. So like <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know it works like that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. Like, oh, this shit is on Arthur, now your kid's gay. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like I don't think it kinda of work like that. Yeah. So. No, if real shit, if Arthur turned your kid gay, your kid was gay before he turned that shit on. <laughs> I'm just gonna give y'all the bad news. Um well, my Arthur was like <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Oh, I can't wait oh, for somebody man. sue Arthur. Arthur walk in. I might sue Arthur now. <laughs> you walk nigga. in, catch your kids tucking the dick. And you hey, like, it's Arthur's fault, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta. We about to go left. Uh, let me bring it back. Mr. Uh, Corona, dog. I'm big, sorry. big shout out to Two Chains, man. Two Chains uh, is now 100 percent the owner of all his masters. Mm. Big shout out to Two Chains for that. Um. I don't know that everybody listening knows how important that is, uh, but to own 100% of your masters is it's powerful within music, man. You can do what you want with your music. Prince owned all his masters. They couldn't control Prince. They couldn't do shit with him. Nipsey owned his masters. They couldn't do shit with Nip. That's why he was able to do so much on his own. All money in is that's key, nigga. That's part of that, man. All money in, no money out. None, dog. So I love that. Um, uh, Did you hear that? uh, Company's trying to sue Nipsey for his estate for thirty-two thousand. No, yeah, thirty-two thousand though. What? (laughs) Niggas want a median, uh, median household income number? Why the? I'm never suing a nigga for thirty-two bands. Let me uh, bring this up, man. So my lord. Why y'all suing the estate for thirty two racks? He say um, there was a, a a case that Nipsey was involved in. Oh, right, here we go. The yeah. estate of Nipsey Hussle was taken. Uh, <laughs> 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 Why do you want? Let me write these niggas just check. Paramount's recording group claims that the late rapper rapper incurred a debt of thirty two thousand dollars, which the company is seeking to recoup. Um, they said they got a, a, a judgment against Nipsey and another party in 2012. Mm. Uh, the company has filed a creditor's claim and attempt to get the money from the rappers, uh, the late rappers' estate. Hey, fam, if I didn't pay your ass in 2012, I clearly don't think I owe you this fucking money. If I haven't paid you, and Nipsey doesn't come across to me as a dude who just leaves debts out there in the world, um, if I haven't paid you in seven years. Nigga, this shit ain't on my credit report no more. Because <laughs> you can't threaten me with going to a creditor now after I'm dead. That's why like, they try to slide that shit Yeah, in. like, no, Because nigga. Uh, uh, um, allegedly or reportedly, he didn't have a will set up, so his brother yeah. was trying to be so there. they trying second. to get that, yeah. Let me slide in before anybody's in control mm-hmm. so I can get his, get a claim. Uh, Paramount's recording group. I hope you didn't use the name Paramount to be associated with 
Paramount. Yeah. Or if this is Paramount, you a hoe for trying to collect thirty two grand. Yeah. Because I'm sure your lawyer is gonna be billions. worth thirty two thousand. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's a waste of time and money. And when people are already dealing with something from 2012, oh, you yeah. want to be a dick about it? Yeah. Like Pete, them, that boy Nipsey family, that man Nipsey's family is dealing with a whole bunch of shit right now. Man. Now, granted, if Paramount Recording Group is a nigga just. Living in St. Louis somewhere, he may, he may need that thirty-two racks, nigga. Hey, <laughs> like the judge said, you had to give it to me, nigga. I've been waiting nine years, oh, nigga, man. seven years. <laughs> racks in the middle, goddamn, goddamn it. <laughs> it hey, racks in the middle. Speaking of fucking racks in the middle, dog. Shout out to uh, literally every sneaker store, shoe store in Atlanta at Lenox Mall, and every sneaker store at Cumberland Mall. Legit. Foot Action, Finish Line, Foot Locker, Lady Foot Locker, and Champs, and DTLR. Every single one of them that I walked into was playing racks in the middle when I walked in. Nigga. Mm. It was kind of weird because this was on two separate days. Nigga. This was Friday and Saturday. Every single one of them when I walked in, racks in the middle was blasting. So that told me it wasn't on the radio at that time. Like Y'all niggas were purposefully running either that song or that album. Yeah. Um, but shout out to all of them because I, I just thought that was dope. Like I told my cousin that. Who lives down there and she was she was just like that's so fucking dope like she was a nip fan like big time and uh she loved that so shout out to all the sneaker stores in atlanta that i, I went to this nice weekend pickup this weekend hey man i was on two different oh. devices i was so close oh. i was so close i'm talking hey, about man. face id with the payment yeah and it just kept timing out on me on both devices dog man shout out to me uh for getting that nice sneakers app win this weekend thanks shout out to you for getting a thousand percent up markup yeah um so that's dog i'm i'm of a different selling you're my era though like we come from when you bought your shoes you wore them nigga like i couldn't wait to go to school with the new jays on nigga but now we of the you can get a fucking hundred dollar pair of shoes off for 800 fam them shoes cost 170 dollars and they going for 1200 Depend on the size. Depend on the size. That's, yeah, yeah. Smaller the size. Yeah. Like the so more pop. Like I wear eleven, so right now the eleven is running about eight seventy. Yeah. So like, I just seen the twelve. I wear a twelve, twelve and a half. I can make seven hundred dollars yeah. off of a gym shoe. Um, like in real life. Yeah. This is the best investment smoking gym shoe. Wild. Like I know it's a thing. Like yeah. y'all niggas buying Jordans. No, you should be happy that your kid is trying to buy some Jordans if they're doing a cop and flip. Yeah. Even if. Even if you bought these Jordans and you only made, let's say, $30 off of it, yeah. where the fuck can you put your money down and in four days make X amount of yeah. return off of it? Yeah. Whatever your stock is, you're not going to do that with, like, one stock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can make buy a shoe on Saturday and on Monday sell that bitch and make $700, yeah. fam, that is the best investment smoking right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm very, I'm conflicted. Like, my joints get delivered tomorrow. Um, I seen them um, right now. The size 12 is going for, like, 8 to 850. Uh, But, so it kind of pissed me off because I caught that dub on sneakers Saturday. I tried to catch the... Uh, cactus flea mark cactus plant flea market joints or whatever that just dropped today they was some vapor max they was 250 mm. them bitches are literally going for like 1800 dollars right now um they were women's only so you had to like convert to women's sizes and all that so i jumped on sneakers this morning tried to get a uh women's 
11, which would have been a dude's nine, which is going for like $2,100. Do they make women's 15s? So sadly, I didn't think going into it, I went to Nike's website and it only showed that women's shoes went up to a size 12. So I was like, damn, I need a 14, 14 and a half. Nigga, why when that shit, when I signed in on the app and the bitches released, I saw a fucking uh, men's 12, 12 and a half. Nigga, I tried to buy them at first. It's like, oh, I ain't, I ain't expect this. But uh, that shoe flip game, man, if if you're able to get in on it and you don't care, like, I, I, I like shoes, dog. Like, I like my sneakers. I like to rock them. Thanks. If I can get a pair and then get another pair to flip. Like, like I, I would a, always do that. I got a bunch of shit that I haven't cro- I haven't rocked yet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Brand yeah. new sitting in the box. Mm-hmm. A, good, a good five pairs that, that everybody wants. Yeah. But it's like the best. In, like, yeah. all right, this cost me 160 I know I can get 360 for it. Like, yeah. everyone, this is an extra $200 here, extra two. Like, I got an extra, even at the low end, I got yeah. an extra $1,000 sitting right there whenever Easy. I need it. And it's it's a couple pair coming out at the end of this profit, month. not uh, what I yeah. paid for, like a, a extra thousand dollars sitting right here. Like yeah. it, it's it's a it's a solid investment. Uh, shit, nigga, ask Emmett on the shy about this shoe flip and how quickly you can do it when you're in a crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something to to consider though. Like it's just with the whole like with the bots and all that stuff that makes it difficult to jump on the app or jump on a website to get them. It's something you really gotta like. It's work. Get you a high get you get you get you um if you're in high school get one of your little girls who work at Foot Locker to yeah hit that plug, and that's the fucked up part about this shit too. Not all of them, but a good percentage of the shoes that are gonna make you top dollar aren't being released at Foot Locker yeah finish line champs. So it's like all right, I can't even get the return. And granted, you can go get some joints that come out at Foot Locker, and you might be able to get a hundred two hundred dollar off them, which is still good, nigga. Yeah. If, Especially if it's like, I right, I can buy this, make a couple hundred, and there's a good chance I can go right back to the store and get a pair if I wanted them and whatever. I don't know, man. It's an investment. Me and Jane about to give y'all the whole hustle because we might just jump into this shit. What's funny, I mentioned this shit to, uh, to Shorty, and nigga, she got mad. Soon as I said I got the Travis, I hit her like, yo, babe, I got the Travis Scott's. She was like, oh, we flipping them. I said, wait, time on. I ain't even, I said, I want to wear these. I, I didn't know this was. Like but, I do, because ones is my favorite shoe. Yeah. But those, oh, I'm, that's definitely a flip. Though. Yeah, man. It's uh for me. At least. Yeah. No, I'm I'm debating. Like I said, they come tomorrow. Um, cause I've I've done it before. I've flipped Yeezys crazy. I'm not gonna tell y'all where I can go get any Yeezy uh 350s that come out. You ain't gotta get online, you ain't gotta do shit. I literally Some walk coming in out next week, right? The glow in the dark joints. Yeah. And I will be flipping them if you want a size twelve, maybe a ten or eleven, let me know. Eleven. Um yeah. I literally I walk in the store, I get them, I walk out, I don't it's nothing, and I'm never telling y'all what store I go into. Uh I tell Jay off air. Um, hold up. I felt like it was one more thing. I think I had a fucking uh, Blackberry letter. Let me just double check. Somebody was mad at the last this. Blackberry letter. They stay mad at the Blackberry letter. My thing is, I don't care, fam. One, we having fun with them, but nice. two, nigga, shit. I'm, what only, was, I'm only seventy percent telling the truth. Yeah, and then I'm like that other thirty, like you eh, gonna get these jokes. You gonna get bars, nigga? Why? Why not? Um, I. Right. Hang on. All right. Yo. I ain't going to tell you who this is from, but. <laughs> Yo. Help me out real quick. I met someone. Well, not in person yet, 
but we've been talking pretty hard via text, phone, and FaceTime. Okay. We already got bars. <laughs> um, since she is a flight away, I like her. She's full of life. We make each other laugh a lot. Outside looking in, I think she's dope. But as I do my research, as a nigga should, when I'm interested in somebody, I'm noticing she has a lot of pictures of her and her ex on her profile. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yes, she told me about the ex. They were engaged. She was open and upfront about it. She told me how it ended and why. My question is, she claims she's really feeling me. But I'm concerned that even though she says she's feeling me and it's been years since she broke off the engagement, I don't think she's ready for a relationship or that she's completely moved on. Should I be concerned? I only ask because I date with a purpose and intentions to commit. I want to make sure I'm not wasting time getting with somebody who's still hanging on to their ex. Uh, that's a dope letter, actually. That's Appreciate a, that's it. A, that's, 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 that's Appreciate dope. it. That's, that's a, and we don't get a lot from the fellas, so yeah. shout out to the to the homie. Uh, I guess I got questions. When you, what, I know you can't answer this for me. But, yeah. yeah. Um, when you say there's a lot of pictures of her ex on her profile, like current pictures or like just the ones that were posted in the past? So what I'm thinking, because I thought that too, and I actually meant to. Because I ain't never went back and deleted no pictures of like so, exes after I stopped fucking with them. I've never deleted pictures of anything. Yeah. I've literally never deleted anything off my social media, which I might one day, you know what I'm saying? But right now, no. So there are pictures of two of my exes on my social, but it's literally like one picture and you have to go way the fuck back to find them. Yeah. What his letter is sounding like is either these are current pictures, which nigga you answering your own question. If she got current pictures up or she don't post a lot. So all the shit she used to post is still like within a couple thumb swipes yeah. on the phone. And it's like, okay, well, if you fucking with me, this is kind of embarrassing when I go to show somebody your page and your old nigga is right there staring us in the eye two rows down and shit. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Because you know how it is when somebody say, let me see your girl and let me see your dude, you know, whatever. Well, you, and, when you keep talking to me about some chick, right? Yeah. Like, what's her, what's her name? What's, what's the gram? So when I go look. Cause you know I'm going back. I hey. want to see. How, I want to hey. see. I'm like, who this nigga? <laughs> and like, if somebody say, "Oh, let me see a picture on Instagram," and then you show them, they gonna look at the picture you found. But we know how that works. Yeah. You found the picture she looked the coldest in. Cause like this is so. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. You found her coldest picture. Nigga. So listen, <clears throat> niggas be yeah, <laughs> take that many flicks. So look, look, look. This how I know if you confident yeah. in what your bitch look like. If you give me the phone and say, here, her here. profile. Yeah. Like, nigga, you don't care what yeah. picture I look. If or you go to a specific pic. Here's the only time I'm going to let a specific pic slide. If it's the cool. first pic. Okay. Like, if you go to that first pic knowing I'm going to click back and look at more pic. But if you go, if I click back and we on like row 19 and then I scroll up and she got mad more selfies in rows one through eighteen. I'm like, fam, you don't really think like, she the coldest. You think dog. that you think you can do better. And here's the thing, dog. Cause I, I posted this on Facebook today, and I ain't, you know, this wasn't like a personal thing. Um, but I told niggas on Facebook today, I said, yo, go find you somebody ugly and just be happy, <laughs> dog. Um, but before I said that, a lot of people was already doing that shit. Yeah, go get you a, a medium. Ugly. You that's, that, that's become a thing now Look man But medium ugly No no I told niggas I will find it I'm pretty sure I've been telling niggas Since 05 
go get you like a strong six and a half, seven, nigga, and just live your life, man. Because I'm telling you from my personal experience right now, anybody that's a like nine and up, they stressful. They might be worth it. But they stressful, dog. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna get cussed out about that bar right there. Fam, I'm a, I'm not gonna take my own advice. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I've, I haven't. Yeah, no, I'm not going to get no six and a half. I'm gonna stick with my fine ass girlfriend. Uh, again. But like, <laughs> Fuck it do be it be you know. I mean, yeah, you know. Look, man. All I know is back back to the to the letter and shit. <laughs> so what? So this is joke again. All right, because no, 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 because we was we. We on topic, but we off topic, man. With with my profile, again, I ain't never deleted shit off there. If I got married and wanted to, or not even if I got married, if I just hit a point with social media where I say, I want to clean my shit up a little bit. Because I've kind of done that in my current social media. It's a little more artsy. It's a little, I used to be on the gram fooling niggas. Know how I used to get down on the gram. I don't do all that no more, but all the old shit, the evidence is still there. If one day I say, yo, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get rid of all the evidence, then, yeah, my exes will probably get deleted. So, you know, what's interesting. I was I was randomly, yeah. I was thinking about this shit today. Yeah. Like cleaning up the Instagram and yeah. shit like that. Really, I was thinking about, like, I don't really want to use the social media, how yeah. I use it yeah. anymore. Um, And, like, I'm just going to focus for, like, 30 days and only post on Shop Talk. You know mm, what I'm saying? And just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Shop talk this week in culture. And just keep it. Shop talk keep it podcast bitch. studio. Yeah. And the Jay Johnson 313, like if I got like. Some, making the social work for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I use the Jay Johnson 313 if I got some dope shit that I've taken with my camera. Yeah. You know, so I do the Canon. Yeah. JPEG. Yep. I got like business shit I do. But if I got like some personal picture that, I, that look fire yeah. that I took on the Canon. I might upload that because I do want to get away from just my personal. normal. At some yeah. point, my personal shit is going private again. I'm going to weed everything out. Like, yeah. look, follow Shop Talk. Yeah. Follow This Week in Culture. Follow the Canon.jpg for fire pictures and photography and videography. Yeah. Um, shameless plug. Um, but I do want to. So I was thinking about that like, damn. Because there was a one point I had did that and uh, every picture I posted was black and white. Mm-hmm. And it was like a cool. Yeah. And like. It was like three Kinda swipes, thing, yeah. yeah, and everything was like certain look, and somehow I just got away from. For a minute, I was doing that with pictures, like vintage pictures of like fine ass black women, yeah, Lisa Bonet, uh, Bonet, and uh, I was hitting them with the fucking Felicia Rashad and all them, like just, and it was like these dope ass pictures, or even like oh Maya Angelou, she got this one cold ass black and white where she leaning off the edge of the bed reading a book, yeah. and like Ooh, I was hitting them, with, yeah, I was hitting them with a bunch of them, and like you said, for about three or four swipes, my page looked real cold, and then like when I came out of that, I went through like an artsy phase where I was taking pictures of all like street art and graffiti yeah. and monuments and shit, and it was like it looked very like in sync for a minute and then it just one day i just had like jokes to give niggas and i gave them like 100 bars and i got off track so it's like cleaning it up to kind of get rid of the mess yeah. so like i my instagram well now yeah. like you're gonna see a bunch of shop talk shit but like besides that like my shit is so ambitious like I, you don't know who yeah, i am yeah. based off my instagram yeah you know i don't want saying? you to I don't want you to like, and that's the thing, man. Like I'm, I'm always going to use, no matter what I'm working on personally, I'm going to always use my main Instagram and Facebook to promote my other shit. Um, but 
it's it's a way that like I and that's why I'm always stressing like when we on this podcast, yo, please go follow the Facebook, please go follow the Instagram. Not because I'm trying to bump in, and this is another conversation I want to have in a second. But I'm not trying to fuck y'all follow numbers up. I want you to follow the shit that I'm really working on because that's where you'll find all that shit. You ain't going to find that on my personal page. Event Like my hope is to blow up the shit I'm working on, not to continue to promote me. nigga. Mm -hmm. I don't want to keep doing that. But speaking of that, dog, I was having a a very dope convo last week. Um, Followers, followers on it. So, you know, it's been a lot of conversation about Instagram possibly removing the follower account from public uh, viewing. So only the person whose profile it is will be able to see their follower account. Um, Likes and shit. Likes and all that. Yeah. So I was thinking, that's necessary, bro. And here's why I think it's necessary. All right. Yeah, you might be cutting into people's, like, I don't know what you're cutting into because I don't, maybe you cutting into their business. If you got a certain amount of followers, they might get advertising or something. I don't know how that works. I think, yeah, once you get 10,000 followers, you get the swipe up feature where you can post links. Yeah. Like, if the goal is to, like, so I'm assuming, what, what if... Like, it would be beneficial to yeah. Instagram to allow everyone to do that. Yeah. Like, if you want to get your business and shit like that, like, why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you funnel people to use yeah. that as a source? Yeah. Because I know how many people look at my pictures. Yeah. I know how, you know what I'm saying? Without, because you have a business page, besides yeah. you hitting like, I know how many people looked at this picture. Yeah. So this shit may have 100 likes, but this shit reached 700 people. Yeah. And I see, not who did it, but yeah. like I see on this picture, oh, this shit was funny yeah. because 42 of y'all sent it to somebody and they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so, so like, we get a little bit of that with uh, Insta stories yeah. where nigga, you'll 700 people then looked at your Insta story in the last 30 minutes. But then if you post that same picture, you got 20 likes where they go. Um, And I was thinking about that. So I used to date a girl and God bless her. She cool. We ain't got no issues. But when I was dating her, I asked her, I was like, dog, like, she got a bunch of followers. And I was like, why do you only have, or why do you only follow 99 people? I was like, that just seems like a really specific number to follow because you control that. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's just some, I don't want to follow 100 people, like, da, da, da. And I was like, but why? Like, you reach, like, thousands, like, 14, 15, 20,000. I don't know how many followers she got. But I was like, you reach so many people. Why wouldn't you want to, like, follow them back like you're not doing any, you're not hurting your brand you're not hurting she was no that is hurting my brand like i don't want to follow all these people not and i started thinking like dog social media has been a gift and a curse yes um but it has really turned our fucking minds into a weird thing like because i know people who don't follow people they know in real life yeah like some people, I just don't want to see that shit. Yeah, yeah, No, no, no. But it's like, it's weird because it's like, so I thought about it kind of going back to Facebook. Um, on Facebook, you, you're you not following people. You become friends. Yeah. It's a connection. It's funny, though. It's 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 so insanely funny. Yeah. Because no one cares about how many followers they have on Facebook. Yeah. It's not a thing at all. Well, so that bring you just walked me directly into my point. On Facebook, you're connected. There's no I follow you, but you don't follow me or none of that shit. And I think that that's why a lot of people, especially younger millennial people, don't like Facebook as much because they don't have that fucking exclusivity 
that you might have on Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat where, oh, yeah, I'll follow you. And it's like, well, oh, yeah, but I don't follow you. Facebook did imp- implement this following but not friend shit. Did you know that? Mm-mm. So, like, if you're friends with somebody, yeah, you can unfollow them and still be friends with them. Or you cannot be friends with somebody but follow oh, their I've account. Seen, I've seen that in groups. Like, if I leave a group, it'll ask me if I want to leave or unfollow it. That's on the individual pages, too. Okay. So you can follow a page. So, if you if you know, you can get maxed out on friends on mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. They say, no, this person has too many yeah, friends. You but, can't, they but can't you can accept still you. follow their post. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So this is the this is the double edged sword, and I don't know. I don't know who's at fault for this. I kind of want to say, well, I don't know, because it's not a, it's not it's not culturally exclusive. But at some point, I'm just gonna speak for us in our culture. Yeah. Um, this whole turn yourself into a brand. Yeah. Um, you have to be a business. Yeah. Uh. You see what don't go to sleep because you're not going to make no money if, oh if, if if you fall asleep. And like this whole idea that everyone thinks that their business and their brand and, yeah. oh, if my follower account is X amount of this, that means yeah. I am not as efficient or like I don't know where this came from. Yeah. But like it's kinda, let that shit go, bro. Like let be, that shit go. Be normal. Like so I I don't follow everybody back that follows me but there's a good chance if i know you personally if i've met you personally in real life more than likely i'm gonna follow you back if i know you're a supporter of this podcast more than likely i'm gonna follow you back if i don't know nigga like i shit if i just like the content on your page and you follow me more than likely i'm gonna follow you back and like i've been like removing We've talked about it on here. I've been removing like a lot of the fucking big booty broads and the Instagram chicks and shit from my because I don't need to follow them to see that. If I want to see that, it's somewhere guaranteed. It's the internet. But I'm one of my threads. Yeah, man, it's a whole thread. Niggas just send pictures of. That's literally all niggas do, bro. Um, so it's like I don't really need to follow her to see all that bullshit. But I'm trying to follow content of shit I'm interested in: haircuts and fashion and sneakers and like dope black businesses and. Real shit. And it's like, I'd rather fucking follow 20,000 of that and people I know than not follow but 99 people and then go on there and lurk on niggas' pages all day. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Yeah. Because I'm not on your page if I'm not following you like that. Fam. You know what I'm saying? Fam. Somebody sent it to me That shit's wild. But it's interesting because I look for somebody to unfollow every day because I don't want to be seeing that shit. Yeah. Like, in real life, uh, depending on what page it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, this really started when Instagram went out of order. Oh my God. Because I stopped seeing things from my actual friends yeah. and people who I interact with and family members, or yeah. whatever. And like, well, started I, seeing a lot of bullshit. I'm like, who, like, then it was a point to me like well who are these people yeah like why do i know who your children are and i don't even know you in real life right like i can be scrolling down my timeline and i know exactly who this child is what school they go to i watch i'm like listen this is too much information for me we're not even friends like that like i don't and i don't care that much i don't need it in my life i would rather see the people i actually care about or people i know in real life that i interact with because just because we went to school elementary school together i i may not want to follow your feed big facts um but like people who i that are like-minded like i want to see certain shit yeah. or if this is gonna sound super petty 
But if you got one of them gas station Androids, I hate your feed, dog. <laughs> your shit look like VHS, okay? <laughs> I don't want to follow you. Hey, uh, man. Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of that, so we was looking at the numbers earlier. <laughs> yeah, we was looking at the podcast numbers and shit earlier. And like I said, continue uh, helping spread the word, man. Let niggas know we got the dopest podcast review. Me and Jay trying to turn this shit into the black Siskel and Ebert. I just want um, y'all to know, I really, really fuck with 80% of y'all. Yo, um, <laughs> so we was looking at our numbers and, and listeners and the platforms that people listen through. So first of all, big shout out to everybody listening to this podcast. Because yeah, this is jokes. Because these is all jokes. But y'all niggas just finna get bars. Um, 80% of our listeners come from Apple Podcasts app. Shout out to y'all. It's the most seamless app you could use on the most seamless fucking phone you could be using. If you if you listen to Shop Talk, you know how the intros go. Hey, you already know what hey, time it is. You should, if you follow me on Facebook for <laughs> one week, you know what the fuck's about to happen. Uh, but outside of platforms. So listen, shout out to the 80% of y'all yeah, yeah. listening from Apple Podcasts. Yep. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to the 4% from Spotify. We ain't been on Spotify too long, yeah. so shout out to that. And then 16% of the 16% others. So whatever other devices y'all are listening on, whatever other apps, we appreciate y'all. Shit, that's probably a lot of people listening from uh, Anchor. Yeah. Straight yeah, up. Facts, facts. Yeah. So let's look at the devices, right? But now we... <laughs> so, of course, 80%, 80% of y'all are listening from iPhones. Yep. And 2%, we're going to wrap that into the iPhone as well. 2% are listening from their Mac. Yeah. So from the computer. And then 4% is listening from Android. Yeah. <laughs> For the amount of niggas who hit me every week when we post a fucking pod talking about where can I listen on a droid? Where's the droid link? Where's <laughs> Let me tell you where the droid all, link all is. All 4% nigga. of it hit you in your DM. <laughs> Yo, you 4% ass niggas, dog. Stop fucking texting me, dog. Stop fuck. First of all, stop green texting me about a goddamn droid link. Stay out my... DMs about a goddamn droid link. It ain't enough for you, Nick. Come back when y'all niggas have hit double digit percent, nigga. But shout out to uh to all four percent of y'all. Yeah, y'all, y'all listening on because y'all rocking and yeah, y'all are definitely banging us on Spotify. It's all jokes, um, man. I appreciate yeah. y'all. Man. And shout out to the again from other devices. So if you're not listening from an iPhone a Mac computer or an Android, you're probably listening from an iPad or oh, another type of tablet. tablet yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you're listening from the gas station burner. So either way, man, whatever you're listening to the pod on, we really do appreciate it. And uh, now we're about to go ahead and get into this episode of The Shy. Oh, to my nigga, real quick, uh, for the Blackberry letter, because we got hella away oh, from I'm that sorry, shit. Fuck. But let me get this nigga some advice real quick. What, Yo, this? dump the bitch. No, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm bullshitting. Sorry, Mom. I get it that you... And I mean, I don't know how old you are, but yeah. dating with a purpose, you got yeah. a little maturity level. Yeah, you. yeah. And I respect that. That's a good idea. I've been there. I'm, I'm there with myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not dating. Mm-hmm. I'm only dating with a purpose. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, you said this young lady is a plane uh, trip away. Yeah. Fam, you can't get serious with somebody who don't live in your town. Yeah. Like at all? I, I'm a, Here's where I'm going to object at. Before my current relationship... The only relate I'd only been in three relationships prior to now. All three of them were long distance. They started off long distance from the rip, from the rip. They was long distance from day fucking one, nigga. Uh, out of the three, two of them were very serious in love type relationships, nigga. The third one, that was the girl who uh, 
only follow 99 motherfuckers. She was just fine. I, I was like, I got to go with you because <laughs> I was like, you want to go back with me? Like, oh, shit, we can go together? All right, cool. I'm scared. Uh, but like no, no, no. I've, I've been literally two out of them three relationships prior to my current one were all on distance from day one. Can they get serious? Absolutely. I'm scared but of that, though. It's scary as fuck, nigga. Because, like, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. So every time I see you, it's a special occasion. We meet, yeah. sparks, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then, like, now we live in the same city. Like, fuck yeah. on. So that's where the the decision-making has to happen. Because um, no matter what, if you're in a long-distance relationship, you're going to reach a point where it's like, okay, well, who's going to move? Where are we going to move? Am I moving to your town? Are you moving to mine? Are we finding a whole new town? What are we going to do to get in the same city? Because I don't know that we coexist. Like, do I really like you beyond this three-day weekend? So let me ask you this because you, yeah. you are experiencing this in this particular area. Yeah. how The representative shows up for a longer period of time then, right? Um, Because so if say you go to stay with her for the yeah. weekend, whatever. Yeah. If your house don't normally look like this, it's going to look yeah. a certain way when every time you come into town. Like, does the representative stay for longer? Like- so with my first girlfriend, I would say I would say my answer to your question sometimes. Okay. With my first girlfriend, we didn't start dating until I was in Atlanta, but we didn't know each other in college. So I knew how she lived. We have a very close uh, mutual friend group. So I knew who she was and how she was. But on the dating end, I still didn't know if we could coexist dating and being in the same city or state or whatever. My second long distance or my last long distance relationship, the representative for the weekend or the four or five days that we was together was so staunchly different at the beginning of the weekend to the end of the weekend. Nigga, Mm. we, you know what I'm saying? Like, and to like, to your point about how she lived, like I remember going to surprise her one time and pulled up and she knew I was coming, but she ain't no details of when i was coming so and i had a key and shit so i popped up on her bow opened the door and it was like oh the crib ain't cleaned up yet oh shit that's great and i'm uh, i'm not a nigga who don't clean up uh so i walked in like shit (laughs) said where uh and and then she had the nerve to say, "Oh, take your shoes off." <laughs> I said, "Bitch, why, <laughs> motherfucker? Give me another pair of shoes. The fuck, I'm about to wear double shoes in this dirty motherfucker." Um, but yeah, I rolled up on her, and it just it wasn't. She wasn't ready, yeah. and I didn't know that she like it wasn't like her crib was filthy. It just was kind of junky, yeah. and it was like she was in there comfortably, and I had to think naturally, like, "Oh shit, I wonder if this is how she really be living when we on the phone." 90 hours because I don't see this. I don't see that. I'm saying, damn. Keep that, keep that phone angle up high on FaceTime. Woo! Yo, all right, real quick, before we get into the shot, let's FaceTime. We got to discuss it. We got to discuss it. So if you know me again, nigga, the same way with the fucking Apple Android shit. If you know me, if you follow me for five seconds on any fucking medium, I don't like FaceTime. I've never liked FaceTime. Women love FaceTime. I don't know why women love FaceTime. I don't know. Now, on the long distance end, I get FaceTime. If you got children, I get FaceTime. I understand its purpose. When I'm like 20 minutes away from you, FaceTime and me, I just, I, I wonder why you're doing it. I don't uh, understand it. I used to, I still fuck with, I, still, I fuck with FaceTime. I wish that my, can I get an Apple uh, iPhone without FaceTime on it? 
Like, can, can I remove you that? Can, you can not. You can just. Can you delete it? it? I remember it was a point in time. Oh, you could disable it because yeah. I remember it was a point in time where I tried to delete it and it wasn't no X yeah. next to it. And I said, "Bitch, I don't want you that." Can disable it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just weird though, because like, like my girl. In the in the age of social media, you need Facetime. I just don't. Like if and definitely if you're on some long distance shit, like I don't yeah, know if you, you No, if you long distance one hundred percent, I will FaceTime the fuck out of you. Uh, just in general, like sometimes, you know, uh FaceTime is all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, if y'all getting FaceTime freaky, that's a whole and again, I travel for work. So I un- I understand its purpose, but it just as a like a constant Sometimes you need to see somebody while you're talking to them. Man, pull up. I'm, I'm the not, I'm, I'm the pull up king. I'm not a, I'm not in the air. I'm not. A, first off, I don't want you over here right now. Yeah, <laughs> meet meet me somewhere. <laughs> meet me outside, nigga. Well, yeah, Dmx cool sometimes, man. Man, I if if Facetime, yeah, was but, something, so you ain't did the multi, you ain't did like the group Facetime, nigga. Shit. I wish seventeen of y'all niggas would Facetime. I've actually been in a group with all the homies. I already know. I already know. I, already know. I I knew you applehead ass niggas <laughs> tested that shit out immediately. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, if. And I've been like requested by group FaceTime. I decline them the same way I'm declining. Uh, oh, so dope is, like I use, I guess like I use FaceTime yeah. on my uh, 27 inch iMac, and it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I again. So I think where my disdain for FaceTime comes, my very first relationship, which was long distance. She didn't have an iPhone when we was dating, or when we started dating. She didn't have an iPhone until like three years later. Well, uvu. <laughs> so that wasn't even an option, G-mail nigga. Can. Nigga, we wasn't doing none of that. I, don't, I think I set up her Gmail. Yahoo she had video, that. nigga. Is that a thing? Back in the day. Yeah. You remember, like, way, way back in the day with computers, like Yahoo. I don't trust girls who, who use their Yahoo. Webcams and shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Yahoo Instant Messenger was out here like iMessage, nigga, and uh, AOL Instant. AOL. Oh yeah, AOL AIM Instant. And AIM was AIM was different. Nigga, it was iMessage. AIM was different. <laughs> Y'all niggas think niggas is on the gram getting pussy, nigga. <laughs> Go uh, find uh, Aunt Wood is a pimp on <laughs> AIM. <laughs> Go see if y'all can pull my old messages. All right, man. Let's get into the shy, yo. Um, Disclaimer on the shy. Okay. Uh, This was the first episode I did not like. You ain't like this episode? I actually enjoyed this episode. I'm going to tell you, the only thing I didn't, let's knock it out the way right now. I'm going to start with what I didn't enjoy. Yep. Because it was only one theme throughout the episode that I did not enjoy or one like scene or fam. We got to kill Ronnie, dog. Nigga. We got to kill Ronnie, nigga. Nigga. I don't even want to do the nigga voice no more. Nigga. I just want the nigga to die. Hey, listen, dog. It's the funniest shit ever, dog. I'm watching, I'm watching this shit with somebody, and they're Fan. like, why do we keep talking that like that? Fan. I was like, I don't know. He, he talking three-second bursts. Yo, shout out to all y'all who keep hitting me, telling uh, telling me how much y'all like when we do the voice, man. That shit is funny. But the shit ain't fun no more, because I just want this nigga's character to go, dog. Like, like that's This is why I didn't like the episode. Fam, like that I, one is it was telegraphed. I saw yeah. this shit like go long, go real yeah. long, like some nerf shit. Yeah. Like so, we talked about it maybe two episodes ago that the Ronnie arc we don't really care about. We care more about his grandmother than we do about him. I don't give a fuck about what's going on with Ronnie. I was not emotionally affected at all. Is this nigga? A, 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 he is not an amazing actor. In this show. In this show, yeah. He does not have a connection with me. I don't give yeah. a fuck about your childhood. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the house you cleaning Fam, out. You know what I mean? Niggas I know who don't know their dad. 
And I'm supposed to care about Ronnie first? And how the fuck, why the fuck you look so old and that's your grandfather, your grandma? Fam. 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 I don't, I don't like that I just, shit. I can't deal with that arc. And last night, so what I'll say, not only is that arc, again, not connecting with me emotionally, to try to connect it with him and Jada to try to bring them together, that was a force. That was a force. Lena, we love you up here. We fuck with Lena Waithe real heavy up here. We supporting everything you do. Whoever wrote that in, Finn, that was a force. You just shot a kid two months ago. That was a force. I can't. So we talked about this last week. They trying to make us soften up to Ronnie. Fuck that. I don't want to like Ronnie, and I'm not going to like Ronnie. I'm not gonna like Ronnie. Every single time I see Brandon. The more Brandon becomes my nigga, the less you'll ever have a chance of me liking Ronnie. The more Kevin becomes my nigga, the less I'ma like Ronnie. The more I start to think that Jada look like future, the less I'ma fuck with Ronnie, dog. So like, this nigga gonna put the little hand on you. Like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck like I literally was like, so that's the reason I said I'm like his Okay. Other yeah, than that, yeah. No, like, I was I, I was like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. dog. Like no, I see this shit. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode minus the Ronnie scenes. Like I thought every other arc was done really well this episode. Uh, so if y'all haven't caught, caught what we're talking about, Ronnie, uh, his grandma was coming home from the hospital. Um, I don't. How did they even drag that house into it? That whole real estate shit. Like, how did that happen? I missed. I got home really fucking late so, last night, so, so I was kind of sleepy. I ain't gonna lie. So Jay getting the house together. Whatever, yeah, yeah. They, they clean it up. Grandma coming up, back. Yeah, and he like she gonna want our TV. And like, yeah. well, I don't got no money for the TV. <laughs> You know what I'm so saying? So he needed a job. Like, yeah. Well, I know somebody who can make you some money, clean up some houses. Randomly, he gets a house that he used to live in or some some weird fucking connection that it didn't make abundantly clear. Like, I thought he was looking at a picture of Jason on the, on the you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was just, at first it wasn't abundantly clear, but then he found a letter in a, a random ass. First off, why are you looking at random ass letters and how? I don't know. Yeah. So he, he go over there, he in there, he clean up the house, he find all this shit. Cause oh, I know so the dude when he went in there, uh the guy told him, Whatever you find you can have. Oh, oh my God. This oh <laughs> fuck. I'm so oh shit. This is a this why the fuck I as soon as I saw him walk in that backyard and he looked at that fucking car. Yeah. I said if they make this nigga fix the car, I'm turning this shit the fuck off. Yep. Now he gonna look. Well, you knew I was always good with my hands. Like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Now you about to go fix the car with a fucking toolbox? But you saw they set that up last week with the common shit. No, dog. Off top. Now you about to be riding around in a brand. Like, nigga, that car ain't worked in 30 fucking years. Yeah. He about to. Yeah. Uh. He about to go, but you know they finna wires do. Together. He about to fucking splice the wires, tie them up, and start go, the car. He gonna he gonna put take and he gonna pull bank. up on Jada, <laughs> and he gonna look. He finna make a hundred dollars. He gonna pull up on Jada. They going to Giordano's. They about to get a thick ass uh, deep dish real quick. She gonna probably, oh. I don't know. She look like she might get eat. No, no, I just get the vibe. She eat like six I slices. This, I don't like this, fam. The Ronnie angle is just whack, dog. Like I wish he could go back to jail or die, and then they could just show me like what's going on with his grandma. Because I thought, all right. So here's another reason why I think it's whack. Starting episode one with his grandmother's uh, assault that happened at the end was such a strong way to bring her character into like the main arc of the show. And then Jada being her, not only her caretaker, but also being Emmett's mom and having like two angles for us to really give a fuck about what she got going on. Ronnie, he the weakest link, bro. Like he don't fit in this. You don't have to be in the show no more. 
And but you know what they trying to do? They they giving us all this Ronnie. They gonna use Ronnie to connect us to Common. They forcing Ronnie and Common into the show. Common ain't gonna have a big like over, but he's an executive producer on this bitch, so he got to be in there somehow. How is how do we know Common on this show? Through Ronnie and their relationship, and he helping Ronnie change and figure out who he is and grow, and he might convert him to Muslim and whatever. I would have rather this shit is forced. Though. I would have rather they had Common, School, and Emmett. I would have rather Common like, never acted again. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of Common as an actor, but I will say real quick, uh, lead a shot for a minute. Shout out to Common and Missy uh, for both being uh given their honorary doctorates from the berkeley school of music mm. over the weekend common just dropped a book as well yeah uh common dropped a book recently as well he also revealed in the book that he was sexually assaulted when he was younger um shout out to all the men that are like opening up about whatever traumas they faced it might not have been sexual assault but just uh opening up about the traumas that we experience man black men don't typically do that we bottle a lot of shit up and bottling that up is what's caused us to respond a lot of the negative ways that we've responded to things over decades and decades and decades so shout out to common um when his book drops Go get it if it's not already out. Uh, and again, kudos to him and Missy for both receiving that honorary doctorate from the Berkeley School of Music. Now, that said, Common can't act, bro. So I don't really need to see Common act, even though on the shot he's in like a very minimal role. So it doesn't require him to do a lot of acting, which I guess is good for him. But in general, I don't need his character. I don't need Ronnie's character. Everybody got to die, bro. We just gotta start killing niggas, man. Uh I don't I don't I don't like that arc. You now you pose a we supposed to feel bad from you because yo like Because no, your dad was there but he wasn't there. No, which is really fucked up. Whole time your dad lived across the street and shit. And uh but I don't know. What yeah. was remember a few weeks back I said Remember when he, he hemmed up Jason? Yep. And because the, the it was ball, in the flashback, yeah. When the ball went on the grass, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, old dude is probably gonna be more important because he's a known actor. Yeah, there's no they're not wasting him. Yeah. Now we found out like that he was your dad. dad, and that's yeah. why you was keeping him away from him because your mama told you, your grandma told always you told you to stay from away from there. him. So you yeah. was like fearful of him. So it, I get it. It makes a little bit more sense why you grabbed him so tough. Yeah, or whatever. And it makes like. You got to be important in this story because you wouldn't just be a nigger across the street. Yeah. But Ronnie, like, we could have had a better actor for that role. Um, um, it just didn't grab me at all, bro. Like, not, well, not, I won't say a better actor because dude probably can act, but like, I just, I don't feel this. Yeah. I, I don't feel any of this. Again, no emotional attachment whatsoever. Uh, I just don't care. Like, his daddy could die he could die everybody could die like i don't give a fuck if you drink or not yeah, pouring that shit like, down a drain like who cares fam nigga, dog if i see one more fucking episode of this nigga wasting some liquor bro like here's the thing this as is for my home base oh see that's why we need the 40 7-eleven hey no me dog i'm not going there no more i'm going to guarantee 40 spot uh so yeah man fuck ronnie uh jada still look like future till further notice um she has great breasts though i'm just i'm never gonna get over that uh, do do do. Speaking of Jada, Emmett. So Emmett, I I like Emmett on this episode. Felt like we got to see some growth in a lot of areas. So Emmett on this episode, if you remember from last week, uh, his one baby mama Tiffany 
posted on her Instagram uh, that he had paid her child support and she received that check. His other two baby mamas saw the Instagram post and now all three of them are on his neck like, nigga, nah, you got to pay for all three of these kids. Hey, fam, I'm 17 years old. Facts. I don't have a billion dollars. Like in real life. I'm 17 years old from the South Side and I'm not selling drugs or doing anything. I'm 17 years old. I worked at the chicken shack. Like, one, either I should be in school or I just graduated from school. Yeah. Like you must have just graduated. Or he dropped out and he's just going to do this GED thing. Because like, Cause he ain't been at school one day. Yeah. so Because he's not 18 yet because nope. the child support checks are still, still coming going, in. Yep. So like I'm a child still, fam. Yeah. And some of them girls look older than 17. Yeah. Because like, you was like driving at work during the daytime. <laughs> Hispanic looking one definitely looks like, older like than 17. Because yeah. like, yeah. again, when they showed her last week and he was on the FaceTime, I thought that was somebody's mother. Like one of his baby mom's mothers like Hey Emmett, my daughter needs her child support or something, but no. Uh they're the expecting a you, lot of out of Emmett. The fact that you have three children by seventeen. Yeah. And the one of scary, nigga. And tomorrow I went to high school with two girls and they were actually best friends. And by the time we graduated, both of them had two children. Like, that's a lot, dog. Like, literally, y'all was best friend. It was like a pregnancy pact or some shit. Like, yo, we leaving this bitch with two kids. Twice? Yeah. <laughs> like, dog, that's... Look, as a nigga with no kids, I cannot imagine how difficult it is to be a father of three by three different women at 17 years old. As a nigga who worked at KFC, which is as close to Sonny's Chicken Hut as I'm going to get, or Chicken Shack or whatever. And they got Boston Market. Fam. Well, Boston Chicken at the time. And I used to be at KFC all day, every day. My overtime was crazy. I was not getting enough money. And this is KFC. This ain't Sunny giving me yeah. a neighborhood job. When I'm working at Boston Market and Sears, yeah. I wasn't making enough money when I was living at home in my parents' house. And nigga, now, because I get, it was funny, Um, I was having this conversation. Somebody was like, oh, shit, like, he need to pay his dad rent. And I'm like, fam, from what? Time out, nigga. I'm 17, bro. You still on child support. Yeah. How am I going to pay you rent and you're still you're my still legal guardian? You're still paying for me. I'm not giving you no fucking rent. I'm not giving you $3. And how about this? You can't kick me out the house, fool. Legally. It's against the law. Legally. I live here. I stay yeah. here more than three nights. Now nah, I stay here. Man. Stay here. I moved. I moved in like with you. You can't kick me out. Like, and matter of fact, I know my mom will vouch. I moved in with my dad, and my mom has my back on that. Um, so Emmett is once again homeless. When we find him on the episode, he's like basically bathing and brushing his teeth in the sink on the food truck, which is absolutely disgusting. And as a nigga that goes to a lot of food trucks, that threw me all the way off. I did not need to see that. Uh, Brandon finds him. And says, nigga, what the fuck? Emmett's like, yo, bro, I can't go home. Emmett let him sleep on the on the truck. Yeah. He got into it with his pops. Yeah. Like, nigga. Brandon, like, you could sleep here, but nigga, you bathing and brushing. You finna spit in my sink? Brandon ain't the brightest nigga in the world either. Brandon's, we gonna get into Brandon in a minute. He like, go, you can wash up in the crib with my girl. She gonna yeah. like it. Like, so Brandon <laughs> invites the nigga Emmett to come stay over there for a few nights. Come uh, sleep on the 
couch. Well, he's like, you can sleep in here, but go yeah, wash or up like in here in the take morning. a bath or whatever at my crib. Nah, Either way, I don't think any of this shit. I invite no nigga to, to to get naked in my house with my bitch. Fuck <laughs> out of here, <laughs> nigga. Problem number one. <laughs> problem number. I'm not inviting a nigga with three baby moms to do anything <laughs> in my home with my girl, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. Because clearly that nigga doing some shit that people like. Somebody so. about to catch a body. <laughs> I still got that gun, hey. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> me like, Emmy, you heard about that gun I had, nigga? That one that was used to shoot Cookie, then shot the other nigga? I still got it, bitch. Uh, speaking of Brandon, well, no, nah, let's let's get to Emmett. So Emmett, he having this issue with his dad. He can't go home. Dad kicked him out because he won't pay rent. Um, he also ain't working at Sonny's, so whatever money they getting from the food truck, he trying to spread, you know, to Tiffany, who has him on papers, but his other two baby moms didn't link with Tiffany. Now they're all threatening to get him on papers. So he on papers with one, the other two is like, yo, we finna get your ass too. We going down in the court. So he bring them all together. They have lunch, a little diner or some shit. Um, the three baby moms are sitting on one side. He's sitting on the other. Off rip, I don't like that because it's very intimidating. What? <clears throat> Well, he talked to his pops first. Oh, yeah. True, true, like, true. Look, nigga, either going to play the game because you're not making no money officially yeah. or you handle this shit the right way. Yeah. So he seen his pop doing this shit. So he tried to try to man He up. tried to link it up. He hey, tried let's, to finesse that shit like his dad did. Let's all sit down and eat dinner together like his pops do. Now, granted, I thought the women was tripping because, nigga, y'all can split this $200 three ways. Yeah. Or you can just take what the fuck I give you because- it's gonna be better, yeah. If you go this world, I thought they was being kind of. He's they were seventeen being years old. You're they not were being, being realistic. You can't like it's only a certain level of finances that a seventeen year old from the south side of Chicago will be able to accrue. Any seventeen year old, it might be some seventeen year old Kylie Jenner's out that motherfucker, but a black. Male no. that the nutter than y'all ain't no seventeen year old, uh, in high school or fresh out of high school got enough money to take care of three children. Not to the so it was funny when he sat down with them. Uh, all three of them said what they do. One of them was like, "Oh, I'm doing hair and I'm selling pussy." I don't know what. Yeah. The and then the other one was like, "Yeah, and I'm doing this and I work at the plant." And the other one was like. Uh yeah, I'm at the hospital all day, and I'm and I'm like, where did y'all? Why don't y'all get that nigga an app? Cause y'all sound like y'all got mad jobs. Oh, get yeah, that nigga said she doing, doing two jobs and doing Lyft. Yeah, yeah, she. I ain't like how she said I'm doing Lyft and Uber. Yeah, you doing the same? You're driving. <laughs> all right, don't play me like them two separate things. Um, which is probably very lucrative in Chicago. Oh my God, nigga! Chicago, New York, L.A. Like. If you doing Lyft or Uber, I'm I guarantee you're making a nice amount of money. If you know how to do it, you gotta know how to do it. I you know I forgot to talk about this because something happened in the culture this week. What's that? With Lyft, and we know they went on like a little. Oh yeah, that strike, bullshit the strike. dumbest strike I've ever heard of in my life. You niggas want PTO, fam? <laughs> what, <laughs> fam? All right, real quick, pause. <laughs> what? Lyft and Uber drivers. Let me tell you who don't give a fuck about y'all strike. Me and Jay, nigga. Let me tell you why I don't give a fuck about y'all strike. Y'all niggas don't have to do that shit, bro. Damn, you want paid time off? Y'all literally pick when y'all go to work. You a independent contractor. Niggas is on there because uh, I read the article after they announced they was doing the uh, the protest. And one of them was like, I mean, some of us, this is our only job. This is what we do for a living. Okay. 
you chose to do that primarily. Guess what? Like I'm a salaried employee. Yeah. My check is the same every fucking every every yeah. other week, no matter what. Yeah. I'm on a fixed income, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I oh people like, I'm on a fixed income. So is everybody else who got a fucking salary, okay? Nigga, if you drive a Lyft or an Uber full time and you don't do nothing else and Lyft or Uber isn't paying you the amount that you would because they were like, oh, you know, some of us, we're only seeing 20 percent of our fares or 15 percent of our fare. Nigga, get another job. You can go be a cab driver and get more than that. Or actually um, go out and drive during a time people need drivers like to get to school. Yeah. And, and, like, yeah. Fam, Two o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday, it's not a lot of niggas out here moving and shaking in the grand scheme of things. When I travel uh, to Toronto, and again, Toronto is another big city. It's mobile. It's, you know, whatever. But when I travel there, my uh, so Uber driver, who I've gotten like two or three times, and first time I rode with him, because he was from the U.S. He was actually from Michigan. Um, said he was from like West Bloomfield or some shit, but he'd been in Toronto for years followed his wife over there and he was like dog if you work it i hang at the airport friday saturday sunday and he was like i don't work the other four days of the week and he was like i make the exact same amount i was making in michigan in three days sitting at the toronto airport for the three busiest days of the fucking you know, travel week. Fam, you want to make some money, go to East Lansing on the weekend during the game. Hey, 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 that's my Uber hustle that I said I was pulling off this fall. Go to U of M. Go yeah. to downtown hey. Royal Oak on the weekend. Just pull up. You know what I'm saying? Go Get niggas to work at, turn your little Uber app on yeah. at 5 o'clock in the yep. morning when niggas need to get up and yep. get to work at 6 and 7 o'clock. Like, get it where people still. It's a way to do that shit where in a day you might can make a quick three to $500. And then you ain't got to do if that's all you're doing it for as a little hustle, you ain't got to do. If you're doing that for your main job, I don't understand your complaint. That's just I don't get it. You work for yourself. nigga. Like at any point in time, you be like, yeah, I need some more money. So let me keep my light on. Yeah. They like, oh, some of us are sleeping in our cars. Nigga, go home. <laughs> like, go home. OK, Emmett. Um, why Emmett don't Uber? Oh, probably because he ain't got no car. Probably because, uh, oh, we thought he had a BMW. Huh? I thought Uber, I thought you could use their cars. They oh, got shit, cars. They got, could, cars? Yeah, they got cars? I ain't know that. Those. I ain't know that. I signed up for it uh, when I was in Atlanta, but it was like a month before I decided I was moving, so I never actually did nothing with it. But, yeah, man, literally all you need is a car and car insurance. They will take anything. Like, like if you got a valid ID in a car, I don't yeah. think anybody should ever be unemployed. My man in Houston I ain't gonna put him uh, put his name out there and shit because I don't know that all his shit is legal. But that nigga literally got a fleet of fucking trucks and he has a staff and everything. And like that Uber shit or Lyft, I don't know which one. He might do both. Nigga, every time celebs come to, oh, I need an Uber Black or an Uber whatever the fancy one is, the yeah. X or whatever. It's always one of his trucks, nigga. Fam, like if you like literally, if you gotta ask, like if you have a nice vehicle, yeah, are you getting paid, fam? And he has four. That nigga literally has four fucking cars, four yeah. trucks, four Uber. I don't get it. It's an escalating like three suburbans, dog. And he I getting just know it. if you got a, a valid ID in a car, you should never be out of work ever. Um, but anyway, that nigga Emmett baby moms, they all they on his head. They like we working, we going crazy, and you ain't doing shit. He like, yo, I don't have a fucking job. So apparently up until this point, he didn't tell any of them that he wasn't working uh, at Sonny's no more. So he was like, I don't have a job, nigga. I think no Sonny's burnt the fuck down. I mean, I know Tiffany been up there because right. she came up there to cut Sonny out all the time. But uh, 
they on his head. He looking like he ain't got no way out. So he snuck out the I fucking restaurant. Prove it. He he gave it to him like you. Ain't, I ain't got no job. Like, yeah, what's they was like, we'll go to the government. We'll go to Uncle Sam and tell him to uh, garnish your wages. That nigga said, I don't have no fucking paper. Oh, you want to garnish his one hundred and seventy three dollars? Split it three ways. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And the nigga was like, I ain't on no, uh, unemployment or none of that shit. So what they gonna garnish? Nigga, nothing. I ain't got no money. And he was like, Look, I'll go down there. I'll get him unemployment. If y'all want to split that shit three ways, we can. Yeah, like, you can either do this shit or. You can get what I'm going to give you. But any way about it, I'm going to do something. I know I've been fucking up. Yeah. That's the fucked up part about uh, child support, man. It's so many fucked up parts about child support. But one of the most fucked up parts is, fam, if I'm not making it. A lot of niggas is deadbeats because they deadbeats. But if I have a job and it's just not enough, like, I can't really control that, dog. Like... I'm going to help you, and that's the thing. Like Jay just said, the nigga admittedly was like, yo, I could do a little bit better at fucking helping y'all, you know, get your bread. Because they all be on his neck like, what about them shoes? Nigga, you always seem to got money for shoes. He was like, you know what? I could do better. So later in the episode, we see that nigga kind of have a fucking a moment. So he sold a few pairs of shoes, made about $1,200, and he pulled up on his baby mamas, had to meet back up. The nigga apologized for walking off on him. He hit him each with $400. Facts. He was like, yo, this all I got right now. I sold my fucking collection. And they was like, nigga, we know you ain't that stupid. You ain't sold the whole thing. But he was like, nigga, fuck all that. I'm trying to make it make sense. So here go 400 for each of y'all. I'm getting on. He's like, I signed up to get on unemployment. I mean, Tiffany ain't got like at least Tiffany a thousand in the last Tiffany, month. Because he didn't hit her off with mad little actual, side money, too. You didn't hit her up with the actual child support. Plus some extra. Another 200 Yeah. Plus some extra. And now you just then you hit her 400 And I'm sorry, but this counts because fuck that. I believe in myself. And I gave you some dick. Hey, man, give me $100 back. And you won't let me see the child. Fam, I only saw him that one time when he was asleep because you had to fucking take a nap. And I was fucking. And <laughs> I fucked the day before or whatever, yeah. Um, I still, I'm still waiting on something to come of them having sex, though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen the last of that. Uh, so, yeah, more to because come on that. Because to be perfectly honest, there's no reason for that shit to have happened. Because if we was going to end up right back here, here with her siding with his baby mamas and they all trying to get the nigga in trouble, why do we fuck? Something's going to come of it, for sure. Uh, What else we got going on? Brandon. Speaking of Brandon, let's get into it because it's a couple things up on there. So, Brandon still has his cooking competition coming up. Um, But the food truck needs some work. That's his main source of income. He's hoping to win the competition so he could get five grand and fix the truck up. But that ain't a guarantee. Uh, So, him and Jerry Carr talking. She got a lot going on with work. We'll get into her shit in a minute. Um, but he telling Jerrica like, yo, guess what, man? The other day I met Otis Perry from the pizza commercials. She said that's shady business, man. He like, what you mean shady? She like, oh, I heard that nigga tried to buy one of my parents' friends' properties for a hundred thousand cash or a million cash or some shit. And he was like, what's wrong with that? She was like, no, nigga, like hundred dollar bills, cash, like not. Like she and he came up there liquid with a bag, nigga. Like here, you know what's interesting about that? What it is? That just seems really sloppy. It doesn't seem like him. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it that they, that was like a little plot hole for me. Uh-huh. Like I get what she was trying to say, but like 
why would he do that? It's against type. Like I am a businessman. I own pizza places. Why would I pay with? Why would I pay a million dollars in cash money to try anything? to buy a building? Um, that's that's weird for me. Yeah, I I I agree I mean, with you. It avo- I mean, it got the point across, but like yeah. I thought that was weird. I feel like there was a better way to say he was shady. Maybe say he had some Just shady say business. rumors about such a stuff. Yeah, or uh, shit. He got thirty pizza spots, but he used to have fifty and. Them twenty well, you be like, something happened with them twenty. Oh, you can something. be like, well, he he makes a lot more money than what his pizza places are worth. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he so it's like he tried to play a million in cash and um he made he, we looked in the books and we can't really explain how yeah, he makes so much. He money. making X amount of dollars, but all his businesses, the pizza, the laundromats, whatever, mm, that nigga only bringing in two million a year. But we looked at his money and it looked like that nigga got Ten million. What the fuck is going on? So yeah, it was a it was a better way. I agree with you to bring in him being a shady businessman. But nevertheless, Emmett brings it up. Tiffany shits on it as she does with most of his moments. I really don't like her. And her eyes is kind of big, but whatever. She cute. But her eyes is kind of big. But uh, she like yeah. I don't know. I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get involved with dude. She like you don't need help. And he like motherfucker. Yes, I do, nigga. My truck. She like Emmett. You're gonna win the competition. Blah 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 blah. The one you wouldn't help me out in. <sighs> one she wouldn't even bring plates to that motherfucker. But whatever. But she believe in him anyway. She like fuck all that shit. My friends is coming over tonight. So he like, oh, your one home girl who be flirting with me all the time. And she was when she get drunk, and she was like, yeah, she gonna come, and another girl, and another nigga, whatever. So the friends come over. Her drunk friend was very obviously flirting. I didn't know how they was going to, like, make that look. She was inappropriately flirting with this nigga dog. You want him for that dick? That yeah, fuck. that thug dick. Woo. I mean, first off, that thug they was dick. hoeing him. Like, oh, you a cook. I'm like, no, I'm not that a cook. That nigga's not. I'm not a cook. I'm a chef. I'm a chef. There's a difference. Yeah. They kept saying, well, we know you ain't got no money. She ain't yeah. with you for the money. Uh, oh, real quick, before we got to dinner, uh, Emmett was in the second round of the cooking competition. Uh, when he gets to the venue or whatever, the old chef who he used to work for, whose restaurant he worked at season who, one, whose wife he fucked, yeah. uh, little whatever she looked like chick. So guess what? Was good. I forgot about this shit. Did he fuck the wife before or after he was with? Before him and Jericho broke up. Before or after? Uh, I think he fucked her during the breakup. During the breakup? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, because uh, he told her about it. And then she was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I fucked somebody too. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, because I'm thinking like with them. Like I was hating Jericho, but I'm like, Cause I forgot you fucked another nigga. And then you was kind of a snake. Why you fucked that nigga wife? Yeah. Like that's your no, boss it, and your friend yeah. who helped you out and gave you a, and like, gave you a job at a dope restaurant and who loved all your ideas. Like yeah. that nigga was mad supportive. Let you put your shit on his menu. So like my man was the wrong. He's an asshole. But like yeah. you fucked his You wife. fucked my wife. Bitch, man. I could kill you. Yeah. I, I could have beat your ass back then. Like, yeah. um, But anyway, so dude is in the competition. Um, And Brandon notices that he kind of. With one of the fucking uh, thanks for having my wife having her engagement party. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he didn't like helped out um one of the judges. So Brandon already giving him that side eye, like, oh, you know somebody, you know a judge, like you probably trying to fucking buy your in to the win. Was you paying attention to the conversation? So first name was Brandon's name. 
Okay. And then the other name, because they had the two finalists or whatever. Yeah. He said, so the nigga he had in the bag, they look at the names and my man was shaking his head like, no. And then he said something to the effect of, do you want to lose your job? Mm. Like it was a conversation. And then mm. they said my man name and then they kept giving each other the eye. I'm like, oh, this nigga pulling string strings. Like it was vague. If you go back and watch and listen, dude was yeah. like, yeah, you want to lose your job? Like oh okay, like you really pulling strings. And so it was funny too when uh when Brandon tried to kind of roll up on him, uh, about you know knowing the judge or whatever. Um, dog was like, "Fam, I don't need to know. The, I got one of the top five restaurants in the city or some shit." Like nigga, nigga I'm popping. And I yeah, was like, like, kind of like yeah. So it's like I right, like them making sure he won. He probably didn't have to do shit. We need to make sure the chef from the popping restaurant in the city wins this shit mm. um, to keep his shit going because we don't want no fucking problems. But uh, uh, anyway, then he flipped it to him like, nigga, you only here because you black, essentially. Mm, so he got in Brandon here, but he did that at the finals, though. Let's not get to okay. it. But uh, so, yeah, back to that. So when they're at uh, at the crib with the dinner friends, um, Jerrica says, because the combo was kind of leaning a little bit left with the weird flirty friend and then the the dude who kept coming at like brandon's money and finances so jerica goes guess what guys brandon is one of the top three finalists out of 70 chefs or whatever in this competition so they clap it up and i thought they was gonna have a nice toast nope did not go that way um the drunk friend kind of said some things and that's when they called him a cook the one dude friend was like yeah cooks in chicago make bank and the nigga Brandon was like, I'm not a cook, I'm a chef. And then everybody kind of had that, okay. And then the drunk friend kept saying, well, you know what? It ain't even about money because that ain't why Jerrica's with you. And Brandon was like, what you mean? She like. <laughs> she going to do these deals. She going to be taking care of all yeah, this. Yeah. If she closed this one deal that she working on right now, she going to take care of all this. Plus, she come from money. So then she goes. She, I mean, she, she got enough to give councilman whatever, whatever, 20000 and Yeah. And, and then she goes, besides, she ain't with you for your money, no way. And the nigga Brandon's like, well, why is she with me? I mean, for that thug dick. All right, fam. All right. Here's the thing. I've never really liked Jerrica on this show. Jerrica's like, fake. Jerrica's fake. Uh, Jerrica's not supportive. She's supportive in the, like, Words of encouragement. She could say the right thing when necessary. Like Actions and deeds. She's man. a salesman. Actions and deeds. What are you doing? Because when I needed you, you didn't bring me plates and I had to improvise. When I came home one late night after my brother had been killed. Yeah. And you had found a gun. And you instantly treated me like a thug. You called me a thug. Yeah. And, and you and, broke up with me. And then... You told all of your friends that I did something. Yep. When all I had done was take a gun from a kid who was traumatically fucked up by seeing my brother get killed and then being chased down by his killer. So, like, nigga, you was ratting on me and I didn't even do nothing. I didn't do shit. You went and told all your friends. But you've been telling your friends that I'm a thug. And you've been telling them that I be fucking you thug style um, with the thug dick. And you bougie, your parents come from this, parents come for that. Like, yeah. you know, so I know what time it is. I kick all your friends out and we had this conversation. And like, so you did a, a, a deal with the, first off, you did a deal with the congressman or yeah. whoever the fuck, so, all the men. 
Jerrica is at work or whatever. She go or no, she ain't even at like the office. She goes to that lady's house and it's a protest in front of old girl's home. Now, not just in front of the property that she was trying to get, but these people are still out there protesting Why that. Why is that lady so dumb? Yeah, she's terrible. Fam, just literally get two fucking low income u- units. Like, like, no, they make her character look stupid. Though. Yeah, as like. fuck. And so she comes out to crib snapping on some she got her hair wrapped and in a robe and all that she don't look this pristine part that she trying to play at all and she comes out there get these people off my lawn jerica and da 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 so then right after she comes out the alderman comes up same alderman that's friends with jerica's parents they, he, he did a, a jesse jackson and al sharpton yeah um conveniently show up and move the people away yeah and like and no then turn around and make a deal with the niggas who got the real problem yeah and so jerica caught on she's like fam i know what you're doing i know these protesters out here because you because how else would they even know where she lives um she like get them from in front of the property before i call the police he like nah you don't want to get the police involved like that'll really fuck shit up um so he like i need 50 grand That'll help me, like, finish funding my campaign. She like, all right, nigga, I'll give you 20. Fam, like, in real life, you about to get this nigga $20,000 cash yeah. from your pocket. From, your po- from you and Brandon's pocket. Man, are they engaged? I don't well, know. I feel like they got engaged. How the fuck you think you just got? You about to give away 20000 20 bands. And then he goes, I right, and you can get the rest from the lady that you work for. And then he was like, y'all will never see me again. You'll never see these protests again. Don't worry about it. Shady ass deal. So she does that behind the scenes. So after the fucking uh, thug shit blows up at the crib, Brandon kicks everybody the fuck out. All Jerrica's little bougie ass friends got to go. So when they leave, him and Jerrica get into it. And. Oh, one of them mentioned that she had done a shady deal with the alderman or whatever, the drunk friend. So Brandon goes, fuck all that bullshit they was talking about. You really did a deal with that nigga? And she like, yeah. And he like, how the fuck is that any different from me asking Otis Perry for help? She like, because it's just different. And he like, oh, because y'all rich and it's a fundraiser. But for me, it's whatever the fuck. It's two niggas from the South Side doing deals, nigga. It was spot on. That's what the fuck she meant. That was the only difference. Oh, you can do a deal with shady people, but I can't do a deal with shady people. If your shady people come with suits and ties and my shady people come with a button-down shirt and slacks. It's different, nigga. She looking at them different, man. And that's the fucked up part throughout season one and so far in season two. She's looked at him different, dog. Like, I don't know how long they've been together. I can't remember if they ever addressed that in season one. Um... She's not fucking with dogs. She's embarrassed of him. She's trying to train him into being like this man, not from the South side of Chicago. Uh, I think she was probably more hopeful that he won that fucking competition than he was. Cause she probably she, looked at need, it like, I need you to be a trophy. I need you to look, I need some acclaim behind you. I, yeah. Right now I don't have anything to like really pump you up on right now. Nigga, you got a food truck. You got to look good on paper. Fam. Yeah. Nigga. So if I could say you won the fucking aftertaste competition, that sounds a lot better than, Hey, my boyfriend has a food truck and the freezer on that bitch. Don't be working. So I just feel like in general, man, she's never really seemed as supportive as she tries to make herself. 
she comes across very fake. She comes across very uh, like her intentions are not not that she don't care about them, but her intentions like she care about she I, cares about the look. I care about you in private, not in public. Yeah. And she cares too much about how shit looks, man. And I think that in public, you beneath me in a relationship that will eventually weigh on one of them. Um, if she going to get tired of it, never looking the way that she wants it to look without her having to do something, she going to cheat. Well, that's so I, to my other point about her not really being like a likable, they broke up for 35 minutes and she fucked the nigga and, and the then nigga brought the nigga to my block party. You brought him to the block party on my block. Nigga, nigga. You, 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 you going public. This is my neighborhood. And you brought that nigga to my fucking street. Shit. Wow. Fam, I knock you. Woo. All right. Um, this weekend culture does not advocate for uh, domestic abuse. But anyway, so that's what's going on with Brandon, man. They got into the wild fight. Uh, the nigga was unfocused as fuck. He went to the competition, though, because he still had that coming up. So he goes to the competition, him and Emmett rapping. Uh, and Emmett's like, yo, your girl come in? And nigga Brandon like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't. I ain't seen her, so I don't know. Even that right there, the fact that I'm not confident that after an argument you won't show up in my biggest moment thus far I can't rock with you, fam. Like, put yourself, put our argument to the side for a minute. So that night, he didn't know if she was going to come because he left that night. Yeah. And he went to see his his mom's husband, ex-boyfriend, whatever the fuck. I yeah. don't know what they are anymore. They still married, but like, yeah. where the fuck is she at? She just dipped out on the so entire show. Mom's is just gone, apparently. She ain't been in the episode yet. So we mentioned it a few uh, reviews ago on the show. But now that it looks like she's not ever going to appear, I think they've handled that kind of sloppily. The whole, like, because you remember episode one, they were like, oh, she went to Delaware to go visit her sister or hang out with whoever the fuck. Now she's not coming back. And is then she, now she just not Did she get back. fired? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like, yo, because if the actress was too busy, I get that. Granted, I don't think uh, Kima from The Wire is too busy to do shit. But if she was unavailable for whatever reason... I still feel like there was a way. First of all, okay, if she was unavailable, you don't have to give me her husband. Because we don't need him and Brandon barely even fucking get along anyway. Well, nah, I mean, he. A, I, I, I like the nigga now. No, I, I like the nigga. I think his character's funny. I think he drops some jewels in between the every shit time. talking. But if giving me him means every time we see him, you have to explain to me why she isn't available. Because he referenced like, I don't know, I may not be in a relationship now. I'm having women trouble too. And da, 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 da. And he was like, you come over here this late, you must be having women problems. And it's like, fam, every time we see the stepdad or whatever, we get the reference to why Brandon's mom isn't there. If that's the way you're going to do this, then I'd rather you just not give me the nigga, man. Like Brandon could go talk to Emmett for as I'm And to an extent, nigga. like, um, what would mom be doing? Fam. We ain't talking about Coogie no more. Fam. And I, so to that point, I get it. Cause I even, un, I felt like from the beginning, they could have said the possibility of Coogie's killer being released, Ronnie, was too much for her and she wanted to leave town, but her husband didn't. He from there too, he got other kids. He didn't want to leave. And they could have left it at that. The whole like, oh, she went to go visit them and now she just be in and out of town. It was just a weird, it, it was sloppily written. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he goes over to the stepdad house or mom's house or whatever. He go over there, stepdad in there kind of doing a kitchen renovation at 11 o'clock at night. She's stressed the fuck out. Why not? Brandon gets involved. He kind of de-stresses. They do a little. So, you know, they make those rooms 
like where you can do like a rec room basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a real, it's a good team building activity, but it's really good for stress. Um, go in there and just fucking throw a sledgehammer around and knock some shit out. Uh, so Brandon did that, calmed his nerves down. Next day he got the cooking competition. Go to the competition. We don't know if Jerick is coming. She does show up. Brandon cooks. They announced the winner. I thought that was some racist shit. First off, what the fuck is Neo Soul Food? So, off top, nigga, I'm so glad you said that because I did not want to forget it. So, when they announce that the chefs are going to be able to cook cook their style, yeah, cook their signature styles, uh, each one of them opens the fucking tray or whatever, and they have their signature style is written on a card. And Brandon said Neo Soul. Who said that was my signature style? So I'm wondering if that's what he's been saying is his signature style. Like, is he claiming it? Yeah, so he didn't look offended by it, but But I, as a viewer, was offended by it. Because if if I haven't heard him say that my style is this neo-soul whatever type of... I would say Southern Comfort. Like, you know Anything, nigga. Neo-soul. Neo-soul didn't work for me. First off, it's it's not a real thing. It's not a cooking nigga. What are we talking about? R and B. When Neo when Neo Soul music came out, they it there was an argument like, well, that's not really a thing. Like, what the fuck is th- anyway? Yeah, I I didn't like that. But then I also got confused. So Brandon loses the cooking competition, and then when he's walking by, he lost his old boss. And when he's walking by his old boss's station, he looks at what he cooked. It looked like a crab cake or some shit. And Brandon pinched off a piece, tasted it. And realized that was his recipe. So going back to the Neo Soul being his style. How the fuck did he... What was your boss's style? Because if you're Neo Soul, how did he cook your food? I don't... I didn't I get it. last year when he made them fucking crab cakes. Yeah, I'm, when he made it for him in the restaurant. Yeah. And the boss was going crazy over the shit. Well, nigga, you fucked my wife. I'm stealing your recipe. Like, hey. I'm not even that mad at the nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. But like, nigga, you fucked my wife. I should beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. I should get you blackballed from all the chefs around the fucking city. Yeah. And don't have this nigga in your kitchen because he will be a, a cancer to your kitchen. And that's important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, um. So, like, I get it. But, like, all right, fam, you got to take this L, fam. I understood because his old boss's name was Dan. I understood Dan's position. Because whether Dan was black or white, nigga, you fucked my wife. Fuck you in this competition, nigga. And guess what, fam? It was your recipe. Yeah. Like, you didn't make it, and I slid yeah. your plate. Nigga, I still made it. Yeah. And guess what, fam? You made it, and I let you put it on my menu. So I make this shit every fucking day, probably. So now. this is my shit, Um, far as I'm concerned. It's on my menu. Do you sell it on your food truck? Oh, okay, cool. Well, no. Because you, you, you selling soul food tacos on yeah, your food truck. Yeah, you're selling fucking polenta. Oh, my God. That shit sounded gross. Polenta and fucking pork belly. I smacked shit out of Brandon. But anyway, Brandon was fucking up. Um, He lost the competition and therefore lost five grand. With that, that nigga, he don't know what to do now. He needs some bread. Food truck, uh, Emmett said at one point when he was explaining to his baby moms what he does, he said, the food truck, I'm completely off the books. But more importantly, the money is up and down. Some weeks are good. Some aren't. If Emmett's experiencing that, you can imagine that Brandon's experiencing that shit probably times two. So, uh, well, shit, because they, they spent half the money. Oh, they did go 50 50 because Emmett brought the hair shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I right, will. Brandon's experiencing the down weeks just as equally. But either way, he needs some help. Ain't going to ask his girl. No more. He already in debt to his girl. He in debt to his cousin. 
He didn't win the competition. Who else he going to go to? Got to holler at Otis Perry. And he don't know nothing about the other shit. He basically was like, man, I, I feel like I want to quit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, this getting yeah. too much for me. Yeah. And Otis give him the hand like, hey, boom, boom, boom. So I thought this was – I like this. At the end of the episode, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I felt bad because now I understand. Remember last week when we was talking about old boy said we're going to give her a fish? He was like, they're going to kill old girl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Brandon is the fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Like, yeah. now he about to set yeah. Brandon up to be the drug dealer. To be dealer. the fucking drop. So, nah, arrest that nigga to take the pressure yeah, and off and get of it us. off Reggie. I was and like, get it off oh, 63rd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, but we peeped. We peeped that episode one or two well, when they I, was at the funeral. We kind of. I figured y'all was going to use him. I didn't think y'all was going to use him specifically to get him arrested, though. Yeah. I thought y'all were just going to. Just use him to funnel the money. Yeah. Um, and launder the money. But, uh, no, we, we peeped back when she saw Brandon and Reggie talking outside that funeral that she was going to put Brandon in the mix of whatever Reggie had going on. Yeah. We saw that that was kind of the angle they were playing and we were right in that regard. And now we see how they're going to do it. Um, so he told Brandon, Hey, uh, I'm gonna give you 10 grand. Brandon looked like he had fucking. Did he say that? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. He told Brandon, I'm gonna give you 10 grand. He was like, I'll have my people work out the details. They'll be in touch with you. And I then, missed that part. Cause I, I was about to say, Brandon need to ask more questions. Yeah. Cause I heard the, my people being touched, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't. He mi- told me he was I missed ten racks. Yep. What was going to happen? Like Brand nigga, you you happy as fuck, and he yeah. just said yes, but you don't know what he giving you. So that's why he was happy as fuck. He said he was giving ten racks, and then what we see on our preview for next week, he gives him the ten racks, but he also gave him a whole new food truck. Mm-hmm. So now you have two trucks. Clearly, we know what one truck will be used as, because um, they probably can't control. The truck that Brandon's in all day, every day, something like that. But that other truck, we'll give you some employees. We'll help you. Get some young brothers from the neighborhood to work this truck and da-da-da-da-da. And that'll probably be the truck they really move and shit out of. Um, but anyway, so he got his 10 bands and his help from Otis Perry. Now he's officially tied in. And like uh, Jay just said, he's the fish. Uh, Who we missing? We talked Ronnie. We talked Brandon. Kevin and the Kevin and them. All right. So, yo, all right. Yeah, this is actually a good little wrap up right here. Um, First, let's talk Kevin and the boys real quick. Uh, Kevin and the homies, they taking tests. Like, it's standardized test time at school. They in eighth grade. My favorite sentence. Um, This test is culturally biased. Hey, man. Uh, blue Pop- chips. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Papa Tony. That's the second Blue Chips reference I've had today. I don't think Clay referenced Butch earlier today, mm. man. But uh, <clears throat> so the kids are at school. They're taking a standardized test. Uh, Kevin is trying to cheat off or not Kevin. Pardon me. Jake is trying to cheat off Papa. Papa is more concerned with if he sold enough candy to win this fucking TV for the Papa man cave and shit. Uh, these niggas take their test. Life seemed normal at first. Come to find out, somebody stole a copy of the test with the answers and posted them online. So the school's investigating. First fucking suspect, Jake. They go to Jake because they know that nigga's happily in a game. I knew he didn't do that shit. Yeah, you you knew it. It was too obvious. Just Jake and the computer, fuck out of here. Yeah. 
it was too obvious. Um, we knew Jake didn't do that, but the principal and uh, the one teacher who apparently is the only teacher in this motherfucker, uh, they came at Jake. They was like, "Yo, because these niggas was at lunch," and they was like, "Yo, Jake, we need to talk to you. Go to the principal's office." And they like, "You was the only kid in that room by yourself, so you the only one who would have had access and time to get that shit uploaded." And he was like, "No, nah, I ain't do that shit." Matter of fact, I seen this shit on first forty eight. I know my law, my rights. I ain't talking until I see a lawyer. Like, if y'all knew I did it, then y'all wouldn't be asking yeah. me questions. Y'all aren't, y'all are accusing me. Y'all aren't charging me with anything. So, uh, y'all trying to get me to confess to some shit, basically. And that nigga was like, nah, I ain't going for it. So, and he turned out to be right. Uh, it was the other kid from that other gang who he keeps getting into it with was the one who took the test and uploaded the shit or whatever. So they found it out later, but him and Kevin got into it cause Kevin questioned him on it. Hot take. I think Jake gonna die. Oh, I've, I've felt like that for, a while. I feel like he has to die if they want to keep this realistic. He has to. And in general, somebody got to die on this motherfucker. Because we're talking about a show set in the south side of Chicago. They got picked up for a third season, too, by the way. Yeah, I meant to announce that before we even got into it. That's literally on my fucking phone right here. But the show did get picked up for a third season at Showtime. So congrats to them. Congrats, Lena Waithe. Uh, Kevin's sister. Let's jump right into it, man. Oh, but, but, so Kevin... Uh, made a oh. made a uh, basically. Kevin said, "Like, well, nigga, you, we we know why they came to you." Cause. Yeah, because Jake was like, "Why they keep fucking with me?" Kevin was like, "Well, man, I I know why they keep fucking with you, <laughs> but and Jake got offended, rightfully so. I get it, because Jake, granted, Jake don't be too motherfucking he was naive. Like, well, nigga, you the one told us to steal the shit. Like, yeah. you be stealing. Yeah, and Kevin was like, "Nigga, you told us steal the volcano the, and shit." We was, in the, we was in the grocery store in the liquor store. You were stealing, yeah. the, like, nigga, you steal. And nigga, you you be stealing. So them <laughs> thinking you stole that test, like that's not fucking abnormal. But Jake was like, "Nah, nigga, like I'm tired of you fucking accusing me of shit and thinking that I'm like the worst nigga on earth just because I'm in a gang and I fuck with my brother. Like, fuck out of here." So. They got into it. Yeah, you stole guns. Yeah, no. You stole, like you, steal. nigga. Jake's a thief. <laughs> nigga, Jake's a fucking thief. But uh, anyway, something else we found out about Kevin. Uh, that same one teacher pulled a nigga Kevin to the side, and he was like, "Hey, so your report card pretty straight, mostly B's, B pluses." Kevin like, "That's good, right?" Nigga like, "Yeah," but he was like, "That test though, all of your tests is." He was like, nigga, you're, you're scoring in the 99th percentile of these tests. Nigga. I thought about to say the nigga cheating. So the only reason I didn't think that is because during the fucking this season on the I shot. Mean, after I mean, episode, I know he wasn't. Yeah. But I thought the teacher was going to say well, he no. cheating. So I knew that. I knew what we were leading up to because when they did the this season on the shy, I remember them showing him pull out a packet that said a school for the gifted. Uh, so I knew that this was probably the lead into that. So I wasn't even thinking like, oh, Kevin's in trouble now. Uh, so we find out that Kevin is fucking brilliant. Um, and the teacher doesn't think he's being challenged at all. So he gives Kevin a packet with some information about a school on the north side that's for gifted students. Uh, cause Kevin's taking tests at a 10th grade level and shit. Uh, and the teacher's like, get this to your mom. Kevin goes out there, kicks it with the homies for a little bit. Maisha invites him to the birthday party. He feeling like I'm a part of the squad. I don't want to go to the north side. Been there, done it. So he threw the fucking package in the trash. And I got accepted. Uh, they sent some shit to the crib, wanted me to go to Cranbrook. Yeah. And I was like, no. Not yeah. Anymore. I got to live there? Fuck yeah. out of here. My thing. Uh, like I was in the seventh grade. You told, you want me to go live 
on, like I ain't never not seen my parents a day. <laughs> you ain't gotta do it, but I wish I would have now. In, yeah, in retrospect, we, nigga, you ain't gotta do it. But my thing is, give it to your mom. Give it to your mom. Just keep it a buck with your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, don't, she can't. Well, she can't make you go. Like, but, are y'all paying for this shit? Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Once it start getting into details and shit, they might not be as fucking into it as you might be afraid of. But don't throw the shit away because you know you never know, nigga, what type of opportunity that could have been for you. Um, but Kevin's sister, Kevin's sister, uh, episode one when when the show came back, we learned she had rejoined the track team, got her grades back up. She was back on the team, up, allegedly. Got her grades back up and she was back on the track team. Uh, she had been kicked off. And we see her on this episode jogging. She running through the shy. I don't, we don't know if she training or headed Everybody to practice. Everybody knows your name. Yeah, baby. she running all through the neighborhood. Hey, baby. And she all lit. Um, she got on her uniform. And then she goes to a park. And she runs in the bathroom at the park. And she changes clothes, puts on a little dress, kind of fixes her hair up a little bit. And she goes, and it's a BMW waiting on her outside. She hops in the car with dude. Looks like an older dude, but you can't really, you know what I'm saying, gather Emmett that. mentioned that when he seen her at the taste. So we he mentioned, like, oh, you, I heard you fuck around with some older nigga. Well, he mentioned it last week when she was trying to get the funeral dick from the nigga. He was like, ain't you fucking around with some nigga anyway? And she was like, don't even worry about all that. Like, fuck me, nigga. So, uh... Then Emmett mentioned again at the taste, hey, I heard you fucking with a nigga now. Um, and she like, don't worry about all that. So she gets in the car with the nigga, but again, we don't know who or what this nigga is. So then when she comes home that night, she sneaks in the crib. Oh, this girl gotta be 15, 16 tops. I don't I don't she I don't, looks I don't get the impression young. that she's a senior in high school. I mean, did they say senior? I'm, I don't or, get yeah, that. Because I'm like, if she Emmett age, she could be a junior. So Kevin is like in the seventh grade, right? Eighth. Eighth grade? Yeah, eighth. Uh, she can't be no more than three years older than him. Yeah. Um, she sneaks in the crib. Kevin lets her in. He opens the door or the window to her bedroom. Sees the rimmed up BMW outside. But he saw the fucking Beamer pull up. Um, So she, he like, who the fuck you was with with a BMW? She was like, that was Emmett. First he went, oh, okay. Then that nigga said, no, nah, wait, Emmett don't drive no fucking BMW, nigga. No, she kind of, she gave him some, um, some, some, uh, he got games. Yeah. And said, hit him with the Jordans. These, yeah. I got these from Emmett. Yeah. And he was like, oh, wait a minute. Emmett, Emmett don't, don't drive no, yeah, she got that nigga some shoes and shit. And, uh, she was like, nigga, get out of my room. Don't worry about it. So when Kevin sees Emmett later, or no, was that the preview for next week? Mm-hmm. When he was like, yeah, I saw you. Nice BMW or some shit like that, he says to Emmett. But anyway, we find out who the fucking driver of the BMW is. It's her track coach. She getting fucked by the coach. This shit. Where the mom at? Nigga, you just took the whole combo out of my mouth. So for these two moms to be as concerned as they've seemed to be about Kevin and the shooting and his trauma and the PTSD and the therapy and all that. I think we're starting to see the reason that she was the one who still had a relationship with their dad. They not really seeming too. 
Man, in she, her life, bro. She doing whatever the fuck she want to do. Cause look, she doing what she want to do. Kevin she, be the fuck where he want to do. But look, though, they always on Kevin, though. That's the difference. They be on Kevin neck. Nigga, even he was like, I can't come to your party, my shit. My mom doesn't let me go out on school nights. They be on Kevin neck. Nigga, she was fucking Emmett in the crib or trying to fuck Emmett in the crib last week. You remember season one, she spent the night at Emmett crib and she was hiding in the bed, butt naked. You know? She sneak in and out. She be sneaking Emmett in and out because he didn't been in and out of her fucking room before. Uh, and now she going out with this fucking older coach ass. The nigga got to be 25. Minimum. Minimum. He late 20s, early 30s. Uh and she fucking him and she riding around and she sneaking and she changing clothes in the public park bathroom and all that. So this made me think about my high school. We had a coach, track coach, if uh, anybody listened to this podcast, went to Oak Park during, i say from like 97 to about 03, 04. I don't know when he left, but you know the exact coach that I'm referring to. Uh, he was a track coach, softball coach. He was involved in all that shit. Fam, he was fucking so many of them students, dog. One of the homies just tweeted, this storyline on the shot about this dude not being good enough for his girl, who he's been with for years, is stale. Mm. Like, I mean, that is a story. I mean, how many times have we seen the storyline, though? Hey, man. Before? Um, yeah, the, the girl from the wealthy background, the guy from the streets. Yeah, doesn't get along with the parents. Yeah. The friends don't like him. She's only in it for the thrill of the thug dick. Uh, yeah, but um, I don't like so the whole track her fucking the coach thing with it being in Chicago. I immediately thought, well, first I immediately thought my high school and the track coach there that was fucking all the chicks because he was fucking mad chicks. That's a thing. Track That's coach. a thing, nigga. Track and softball. Cause track was it was alleged. Yeah, this one school I went to. Yeah, this year around the school season they tried to meet to the nigga. Okay, they was like, "Do anybody know any inf- information about this?" I'm not gonna say the name because it's fucked yeah. up. But and his his wife was cold too. So so the coach that I'm referring to actually went to jail behind some similar shit mm. later in life. Um, I think he's out. Now, though, um, but I know for a fact that nigga did get locked up on some similar shit. Uh, so, but then I thought about R. Kelly, because we talking about a young Woo. high schooler in the shy. I did not even think I, about I that. I connected that because we in Chicago that, with it. Um, did you know they did a follow up on that? On the dollar they was making one. It came on. That shit came on like two weeks ago. Oh, that Fam, I literally so when I went to my DVR last night to watch the shy, it was sitting right there. I heard it was coming, but like, recording. Yeah, that shit came, was was she involved in it? I guess it was called Surviving R. Kelly: The Aftermath or some shit like that. That shit came on like two weekends ago. Did bro. you watch it? No, I nigga, I barely had enough energy to get through the shot, nigga. Uh, so, but I thought about R and I thought about the predatory nature of so many of these like male figures that are in the lives of can we say young women the tra- trash men trash Toxic, ass nasty ass like, like this this like predator like this is this is bad and like if i was a father like i would murder yeah like there's no there's no question there's no i'm going i'm murdering yeah um but ain't no she don't have a father 
And then she has two moms who aren't paying her attention, which she had her father was involved in her life, but he not in the household. It's probably only so much he could do. Well, then he live out of state. Yeah, because she was like, dad's in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was out of state, had another family, but still talked to her. But I'm sure she wasn't telling that nigga, yeah, I'm hey, I'm fucking a coach, by the way. That's probably how I got back on the track team, low-key. Suck that nigga dick. Um, that's It's fucking gross, right? And it's even more gross because she looks 12, nigga. She looks, visibly yeah. looks like a child. Yeah, so... I wasn't really comfortable with the whole notion of her fucking the track coach. And then they was being nasty. They was fucking, he texting her while they at practice. She replying before. And then he hit her with the, you better get on that track now. <laughs> Move that tail or some yeah, shit. Like. Yeah, they fucking gross, man. Track coaches is nasty. Um, But I'm going to see where that angle takes us. Because you remember I said, start the season, a new uh, showrunner was like, we going to learn more about Jerrica. Kevin's sister, Emmett's mama. This is big for Kevin's sister's angle. Like, this is a completely unexpected angle for one. But then for two, like... Kevin gonna shoot the nigga. I'm interested in this shit. Like, how do we, like, is Kevin gonna shoot the nigga? We saw next week on the preview, uh, he says something to Emmett about it. Or Emmett says something to him about the BMW or whatever the fuck convo they had. Is Emmett finna start? Because Emmett looked like he actually concerned is, like, concerned about this girl mm-hmm. she ain't his baby mom she was somebody he was trying to fuck with and he was fucking with but they were yeah. still friends yeah and like, like, like you know we, we didn't did all that but like yeah. I'm, I'm a- i still care about you type shit like and because she not a baby mom i think emmett looks at her differently like emmett gonna, almost like she hasn't been fucking tainted he gonna see them on the on the food truck or some shit and- yeah and he probably emmett was in high school at one point so you probably know the fucking coach uh, so yeah, we're going to see more about that, man. Uh, but other than the fucking Ronnie storyline, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Um, I thought it was a lot of shit going on. Ronnie also feels he's not needed when his mom did come home was grandma came yeah. home. She like, nigga, get away from me. Where my TV at? You don't, oh, know, yeah. you don't know my medicine. And she like, yeah, wonder- Jada, give me my medicine. Cause he don't know how many doses I'm supposed to get. Now he's supposed to feel bad. Um, like, yeah. Now you did all this shit to come home and be wanted and she don't want your ass either. So yeah, uh, we gonna see. I again, just real quick recap. I need Ronnie's character to die or go back to jail because I don't care. Um, Brandon and Jerrica. Brandon got a breakup with her, bro. I feel like she holding a nigga back. Oh, in the preview for next week too, like we saw loud and fucking clear. Uh, that new detective is now finna be on Brandon head. Yep. She finna be on Brandon head. So we finna see. Uh, if he's able, because now she about to think that nigga's involved in the gang that jumped Miss Ethel. She finna think all that, and she gonna start connecting pieces that don't really fit, but they look like they do. Uh, Emmett seemed like he might got his baby mamas in order for once. Seemed like he's starting to get his life in order, nigga. He told his dad to fuck off. I ain't paying you shit, and I'm not coming back. Uh, maybe Emmett and Brandon get a crib together. Maybe the fuck they should, nigga. And them niggas could learn, like, girl control or some shit. I don't know. Them niggas is fucking up. But, uh, and shit, we're going to see what happened with Kevin and, uh, and the school shit, man. Like, because he's outgrown 
his school, but it's also starting to seem like he might be outgrowing his crew, nigga. So we're going to see what the fuck going on, man. But as always, let us know what y'all thought about this episode of The Shy. Let us know what y'all thought about this episode of the podcast. Keep telling your friends to listen to us. Keep tagging us. Keep letting us know how y'all feel. Rate Join, and review. Rate and review us on every app that you use, even you Android head-ass niggas. Give us whatever the highest rating is. I don't care that you got an Android. I paid a bill one the time. The rating's nigga. one thing, but the review. Yeah, the review. And again, man, rate and review comment on the fucking social medias um and just tell your friends man have everybody you know fuck the podcast like i said even if you hate me and jay press play on that bitch and turn your phone down for a couple hours and just let that fucking shit ride and then give us a dope ass rating and review that's been uh what episode 43 of this week in culture i'm your host and wood that's jay johnson we see y'all next week